Hello there, everybody, and welcome to episode 82 of Good Hanging Podcast. I'm Nathan. I am John. And today we have a excellent episode. Oh, I It was, was extremely entertaining, extremely informative, and exponentially extreme. Low gonna like it. Nope. That's not bad. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. So we talked a lot about X-Men and Logan because we both watched Logan and we both... It was awesome! That's a review in a nutshell. Yeah, we gushed a lot about it so you can skip it in spoilers. Or you can just watch the movie then listen to this episode. So that's a warning. Because we play a game based on the X-Men as well. Yeah, and then we also read a couple of really interesting thought-provoking messages. Thank you guys Mm. again for your comments. Don't forget, guys, you can always, always, at any time, email us... Messages on Twitter, iTunes, all good places. Hey, reminder, guys, because we had to relaunch the podcast, we lost all our fucking reviews and ratings. We need them back. We need them back. So please re-review us or review us for the first time if you haven't yet. Give us five stars. Don't give us four stars, you fucking pussies. Um, on iTunes, it helps other people find us. Fun fact, Nathan, you know we are the only podcast that has been a new and notable podcast twice. No, really? We are currently on the new and notable hey, copy podcast notable in Asia. Again. Oh, there we are. Uh, and then we finish up with a little bit of uh, speed round news. No Trump news, you guys. No Trumps. So, uh, not you know, there should be Trump news. You should be knowing what's going on with Trump because it's crazy and interesting. But we thought, give a little bit of respite, a little fun news. So join in, uh, jump in and join us with that. Yeah. Uh, until then, you stay excellent. No. I mean, I mean, you said it earlier. Yeah, I did. I, I really was that whole time. I was just thinking of Logan puns, and nothing was coming to mind. Check, check. Did you know that? What? That love can change your world in a moment. That's an amazing song. I want to hear it. I want to listen to it. I told you. I knew you would love this song. I don't know how much of it we're allowed to play on this broadcast. I think 7 to 15 seconds. (laughs) I'll cut out a bulk of it. But that's awesome. That's from his new album. Yeah. What's it? What's, what's it called? Uh, what do I know? Uh-huh. The album was divide. So the next one has to be yeah. We went plus, then multiply, then yes. divide. We gotta have subtract. Subtract. Then what do we subtract or subtraction? Hmm. Subtraction. What's next? But then it's it's subtraction, right? But it's all acapella. Ooh. Mm, gets rid or it could all just all the... be songs about like death and loss. Ooh, mm. that would be sad. You know, he's got two of his best songs. One that just came out is about the death of like his grandparents. Yeah, a fire love. You know, a fire love. Yeah, dude, that song's so good. And I, I, for, for the longest, I was like, "This is such a romantic song." And I really stopped and listened. I'm like, "Oh, no, it's dude. about death." Darling, hold me in your arms the way you did last night. Yeah, that one. Oh gosh, man, it's beautiful to write songs like that. Yeah, dude. Good gosh, I feel like you're almost as busy as Ed Sheeran. Oh, I wish. Um, <laughs> no, man. Like, I, I, I'm very much in the creative part of the uh, process right now. It's a good place to be in, though. Oh, yeah. But I feel like you should get ahead of the curve and cover the song already. Because I can, like, even see the music video for the song. Like, if I, was gonna write, I was like, Ed Sheeran, it's easy, man. You're just going to start walking. You're going to exit your house, singing the song, walking down the street, singing to everyone. And then it slowly morphs, like, morphs to him walking around the world. 
I'll, I'll. Uh, okay, you'll listen to it. Okay, yeah, anyway. We can't play that. Anyway. Illegal. Um, yeah, I'll look into it, man. Like, the thing I noticed about, like, covering really good songs that are going to get famous is that you got to wait for a while. You got to wait? Yeah. I thought you had to be ahead of the curve. No. I used to think got to be ahead of the curve, then everyone would be like, oh, like, that's a song. But nah. Like, more people will respond if it's already been on the air for at least two weeks. Sounds like you got to do closer then. <laughs> no, Closer's done. Closer is done. John has been obsessed with um, Closer by the Chainsmokers. And, and Ed Sheeran by Ed Sheeran. I believe Closer came out like early last year, dude. It's just one of those songs like I'll be passing by here like, and I'll be like, year. this is kind of nice, I guess. But then eventually I sound hounded it. Because like, I'm like, yo, if if I'm not selectively picking the song to go into my ears, I'm not listening, I'm not hearing it. Yeah, it's a cool verse. Yeah. I was doing just fine before I met you. I drank too much and that's an issue, but I'm okay. Dude. Dude. <laughs> it was it what play that play that blink 182 song that we beat to death in tucson oh. fuck dude eat your heart out lin-manuel miranda fucking automatopoeia right there this is so good it's good stuff it's automatopoeia it's not automatopoeia but no sorry it's automatopoetic ah <laughs> uh, yes. fair enough i but guess it's, it's not the actual proper what, what do you call it when like I know it's like, it doesn't. It, you can just say it rhymes, but there's something it's else. The same word. It's a homon. It's, it's like, like homon- homonymatic. Homonym. There we go. I made up a word. Homonymatic. It's a homonymph. <laughs> uh, I knew a homonymph one. His name was Larry. Oh, dude. Hey, speaking of cover songs, mm. can you explain to me what the deal is with Boyce Avenue? Like, how does Boyce Avenue just have like a billion listens and so um, many million followers where they're just doing covers? Yeah, I mean, they they pretty much built their career on doing YouTube covers. They That's have original crazy. stuff as well. They but do. Like, I've heard a single one, but I've heard <laughs> their version of stuff over and over again. Nah, man, they are the soundtrack to every cafe that can't afford the actual recording. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Go to any cafe, you're gonna hear those cover versions. Chances are, eighty percent of those covers are gonna be from Boyce Avenue. Boyce, Boyce Avenue, yeah. What's the deal? Do they get? Do they have to ask the artist for permission? Oh yeah, I know it like... it's pretty easy. Like if you want to cover a song, especially to the capacity that they do, because they don't just cover, they don't just like post. They on monetize Instagram. it. They yeah, monetize yeah. it. They sell it on iTunes and they have it on Spotify. Uh-huh. They earn money from the clicks and everything. How does that work? Uh, they just have to pay for the rights. Huh? How much? Yeah. How much would that cost? That sounds expensive. Uh, it's not super expensive. It's surprisingly cheap, but it also depends on which um, publishing house owns it, right? Or if it's privately owned, or if it's owned by a big corporation. Is it like similar to like when a TV show or a movie wants to use a song? Uh, similar because right. you're, you're, it, it, it's, it's something similar because you're using the rights to, uh, to publicly perform ah. it and the public performance doesn't just mean you're singing. It could also mean that you're playing it at a big event. Like if you right. play it, um, for like a televised Christmas special. Yeah. Cause their version of closer with Sarah Hyland from modern family has like 50 million hits. Oh, it's great. Cause also cause no one knew she could sing. Yeah. 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 I was like, Oh, it's What's her name? Sarah Highland. No, what's her name in the show? Um, Claire. Cl- no, that's, no, the, that's mom. the mom. Uh, uh, there's Claire and Phil. Claire and Phil. And their kids. Their kids are... The Dumfies. They are... Um, oh, I can't call any of them. Emily? <laughs> um, Chloe? No. Junior? No. No. Jonah? Jo- jo- Noah? Jonas? Noah? Noah? No. No, no one's <laughs> his actual name. Oh, God. There's uh, Manny. There's Manny. And uh, Lily. He's the one that counts. Wow, we don't know the white kids. Mm. What does that say? Cannot recall the white kids to save our lives. We're in the new era. We're in the post. We're in the post white privilege era. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, I'm watching TV shows where the white people are white men are being presidents again. You know, it's like, where are we? I don't understand. 
Well, hello there, everybody. Um, coming from that, I, I, I just chose to segue. No, that was good. That was yeah, good. Yeah. I was with you, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello there, everybody. Welcome <laughs> once again to the Good Hang Podcast. I am Nathan. I am John. And welcome. You're, you're on episode 80... 82, I believe. Ochenta y dos. What language? Oh, right. That's Spanish, yeah, that's I think. Ochenta y dos? I think that's right. That sounds about right. Ochos eight. Ochenta, yeah. Ochenta's 80? I think so. Okay, then. But yes, welcome to episode 82. So sorry once again. Nathan's fault, Um, Nathan's fault, Nathan's fault, Nathan's fault. Blame Nathan. It's always my fault uh, that we haven't released an episode in a while. I've been traveling, I've been busy, our schedules have not been lining up, the stars have not aligned. Uh, But we're back, finally, um, and hopefully consistently again. Uh, We also ran into some misfortune. We were supposed to release an episode earlier this week. Yeah, we had Um, a couple technical issues. We had a couple issues with these past two beautiful women guests. We were supposed to release an episode with uh, local actress and star of the faculty, Cheryl Tan, but... When we the day we recorded her episode, she was feeling extremely like really Ill. sick. She had to leave to puke like three times. Yeah. So, um, uh, in the best interests of her, uh, we chose not to release that episode because no, no one was at their best. You don't want that out in the world. You yeah. Know, like pre puke you, pre pre and post puke, pre and post puke you. Yeah. You know, in the in the in, in the throws of vomit yeah but the plan is to have her back yes because we wanted to have her on before faculty premiered but yeah it's over now it's premiered now yeah it's fine you can watch yeah. it online you watch on toggle yeah watch yeah. it on toggle that is g yeah and she's and cheryl's doing like a a, a li- uh, instagram live thing every night after every episode so that's kind of fun Ooh, that's awesome so check that out a uh, little pre and it's, then it's yeah, like we'll a talk nightly show right monday yeah thursday? monday through thursday so awesome. four nights a week awesome, awesome but that's that's in the future but we're living in the moment i'm living 82 82. 82. That's a nice number, 82. I'm just excited because I know exactly what I want to talk about this episode, and I I hope you guys love it. I hope you guys are into it, because I know first off the bat, before we do anything else, it's been a while, but I think we should review a movie. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes. It's about time. Play that theme song. Let's review a movie. Movie with John. Let's review a movie. Let's watch a movie a together. Movie, a and movie. See. Movie, How we think about movie, it with a rotten review, tomato, a and don't you know? Yeah, that's, I think that's okay. Yeah, that's a good pass. I think we were using two different songs. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to line up with you, but I was, sure I was trying to line up going. with you, but then I was like, I can't do that. I don't know where you were going. I don't know what rhymes with tomato. We ended up. Uh, in the, in, uh, don't you know? Potato. Yeah. Well, a rotten tomato. Don't you eat a baked potato because it's full of carbs? But uh, it also um, dehydrates you. Yes. If you want to look skinny. Also, there's such a thing as reserved starches. Have you mm-hmm. heard of this? No, I haven't. The idea being, I don't know how true it is. I'm, I, there's a lot of research about it, but it's a relative new thing that if you like cook a potato uh-huh. and then let it cool down, uh-huh. there's something that happens to the starch and the carbs that makes it that your body doesn't absorb it. Therefore, not taking the calories from it. I don't know if it's true. What? Don't go on some kind of cold potato diet, yeah. though it seemed to work for the Martian. Ooh. Matt Damon. So. But cold potatoes, they just taste like starchy apples no yeah I don't, yeah or, or like or like potato salad with some kind of like instead of mayonnaise you use an oil herb thing mm. enough about potato talk okay no more potato talk let's get into some logan talk. logan all right so um i'm i'm guessing by now you should have seen this movie uh, if you don't have as much time i know you're gonna watch it eventually so maybe skip through these next 10 or so you know if we were professional minutes. we would should put a timestamp of when they can come back no that nah. would be Nathan's job. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to do that. But, but let's say uh, ahead, five minutes. Five minutes. I'd say less. Ten. 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 ten, ten, ten okay, minutes. fine. I want to spend some time on it. Actually, it's actually kind of uh, good because what uh, what you've been up to, I want to talk about my experience watching Logan, not the Ooh, movie itself, not but the movie itself. my experience watching it. Sure but thing. yeah. 
Okay, but perfect. So it lines up nicely. We're gonna talk into spoilers straight uh, on. So yeah, let's let's go with we let's do like okay mild spoilers right now, and then we'll jump into like major spoilers later, and that's when you really have to skip. I think they should just skip everything. You just skip it all. I Don't, think just go the, watch it first yeah, of all. Go watch it. First. You should have watched it by now. Actually, just listen to this whole episode once you're done watching it. How about that? Oh, Deal? I miss you. Okay, Deal? fine. Deal? Fine, fine, fine. All right, turn bye. it off now. We were not gonna hold it against you. Turn it off now. See you in about twenty four hours. I guess. I'm I'm telling you, Ling, turn it off right now. <laughs> That's a racist assumption of a Chinese name. I don't know. I just I just went for, went for a name that is not too common, but you know, someone like l- there's a Ling somewhere. Like what the fuck? <laughs> That's okay. kind of my idea. Um. So, okay, Logan, John, and I witnessed this movie. We did. And um, I am my first response, John, is I am fucking pissed. You're fucking pissed. Why are you pissed? I am angry. I am upset with this movie because. <laughs> Why did it take so long for us to see this? The real and Wolverine. And it's the last one. We're getting no more. Yep. We're getting no more of this. And I am so upset, John, because this was head and shoulders above yeah. everything that we've seen from the Fox franchise yeah. thus far. Yeah, easily. I'm, and I'm including Deadpool as well, although we have Deadpool to thank. We'll, we'll, yes. we'll talk about that later. But this movie had no business being this good. <laughs> I knew it was going to be emotional. I knew it was going to be like significant because oh, it was the last Hugh Jackman movie. But I wasn't aware that it was going to fucking make me cry like two to three times. Dude, I'm telling you, I think I'm getting really good at like just forecasting, like based off a single trailer. Yeah, because I, I like I like uh, long time listeners would know that like especially lately I've been like actually I, f- I realized where I started. I would watch if it was a movie I was looking forward to. I would watch the trailer, the first yeah. trailer when it comes out, and that's it. Right. First happened with Interstellar, and that really helped out. But mm. yeah, I was like. I heard about Logan. I saw the trailer. I'm like, this movie's going to be awesome. Yeah. And the cool thing about Logan is that, like, any, any comic book character that has, like, a long history, your Spider-Mans, your Supermans, your Batmans, there's always mm-hmm. multiple facets to them. And I think Lo- this movie, Logan, showed the coolest aspects of Wolverine. Because, yeah. like, there's the samurai side of Wolverine, yeah. the rough and tumble. But, like, recently, they've been really diving to this idea of old man Logan, yeah. which was in a comic book series that came out a couple years ago. Yeah. And, like, that western side and yeah. the fatherly side of, yeah. of Wolverine. And all that was in here. And it was so good. And the gritty he, and the tired. arguably the Batman of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, even Wolverine and, and I, plus Iron Man equals Batman, I'd say. Sort of, yeah. Like, yeah. Wolverine has the most Batman-ish qualities in the sense that he is also yeah, a highly damaged human being. And it's fair. And also super popular. Like, you can't so do a popular. DC book without Batman. You can't yeah. do a Marvel book without Wolverine. It's yeah. crazy. Um, did you ever see that amalgam thing they did back in the 90s? No. Where, they, where they put Batman and Wolverine together? It was an official comic oh, yeah, that yeah, came yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. I think he was called I don't think like I've read it, but... Darkwing or something like that. Or like, ah, yeah. I've heard of this. Shadow I've never Claw read it. Or Shadow Claw. Bat Claw. I don't know what the hell it's called. Dennis. Anyway, this Batterine. movie made me cry three times. Three times. Three times. Because it had so much depth and emotion. And yep. I know that's an easy thing to say, but like it's crazy because... I, I, from the trailers, I could surmise that there was going to be some pretty epic action. And because of the R rating, I knew there was going to be more blood and decapitation uh-huh. and a lot of guts. And yes, we did get that. I just did not expect that with this R rating and new mature kind of like um, universe that we're in, where they're not really holding back on the reality of the, situ- <laughs> the situation, yeah. you can get so much genuine and raw emotion in the smaller scenes. Like... I I loved the tiny scenes, like the ones that they had in like the dining room at the yep. farm or like in the car or like when they were in the hotel room, like all those really small 
theater-like scenes. Like you mean like a play? Yeah, were just... They were the best parts of the movie. That's the part I didn't see coming. I knew that it was going to be emotional. I just didn't think it was going to be that good at being so emotional. Yeah, which is saying a lot because the fucking action scenes were super good. Yeah, but the like, dialogue, dude. Like, I was so surprised. Like, every scene, no scene was wasted. I thought, yeah. A lot of people thought the middle section was kind of, like, eh. stretchy. I didn't think so. I thought the farm scene was very necessary in building up the characters. And that's something that the Fox franchise has not been doing yeah and also not just the, at all. like the world like you got an insight into the like it, yeah. and I like that it was subtle like like in the beginning that like while he was being a limo driver yeah. like you saw the like border country America yes. like because El Paso Texas is yeah. right there on the border yeah, yeah, of yeah. Mexico and America and I'm guessing they did a lot of this, the work before Donald Trump was president but there was mm-hmm. that slight political tones Trumpiness to it Trumpiness to it the yeah. villain was literally named Donald was it really? <laughs> Donald Pierce that's crazy. Yeah, I was like, guys, we have people running towards a border <laughs> being chased by a dude named Donald. Wow. How, I mean, it's the, on the nose would be over understating it. Yep. But um, anyway, yeah, again, I was just so surprised by the, the quality of the dialogue, the the restraint shown by the director. Mm-hmm. They could James have, Mangold, they yes. could have eas- and he did the Japanese Wolverine as well. The Wolverine, is, yeah. Like, I guess that was, it had its moments, but still. It was, it it was schlock compared to this. Hmm. Um, but I forgot what I was saying. What was, what was I saying? Oh yes, the restraint. Professor X. Spoiler alert. Could have died in a blazing glory, sacrificing <laughs> himself, doing like the epic thing. Because again, he's Professor X. He's not just some old dude. He's a legend. He has um, done so much for like the mutant race and all that. In this world, he is held to such high extreme regard. But then this movie offs him and kills him in possibly just the most realist way ever. Yeah. It wasn't a big death scene. It wasn't like a dramatic music sting. Yeah. It was literally just like fist on your chest and... Bye-bye. And he's dead. Yeah. Well, he died slowly thereafter. But still, they didn't overplay it. And I just, I admired that restraint. Like, because I, I kind of suspected that they were like, at least everyone was going to die. Yeah, I knew they were all going out. I didn't know... I wasn't sure on Wolverine dying, but I knew Professor X at least was going to off it. Mm. But I expected it to be a lot more glorious, you know, a lot more indulgent. And it wasn't. It showed so much restraint. And during the burial scene, when Wolverine is burying, uh, burying Professor X. Yeah. Instead of doing like a dramatic, like, close up and slow motion, all that stuff. No, they just kept the camera on Hugh Jackman's face for about 20 seconds. Yeah. Like, literally, it was like the longest shot ever. And yeah, just, I remember that. And you just really see good. him constantly saying like at least it's by the water because professor x wanted to live the rest of his life on the water oh is that what he and said he was like and he just kept saying like at least it was by the water and you can see Hugh Jackman slowly breaking down like i am sort of losing it right now and it was so good and then he goes crazy and starts beating up his own truck that's awesome, out of dude. anger such a good such a good film from beginning to end it was um, I, had, I had so much fun the girl who played x23 was fucking off the chain yeah she's like exotic hit girl i okay um, I was super distracted because she looks way too much like the actor who plays Quicksilver. What? Okay, Google her right now and then Google the actor who plays Quicksilver. I, I swear I, to you. Evan, have, yeah, Evans, what is it? Evan it? Peters. Evan Peters, yeah. They have the same face and the entire time, since the trailers came out, 
Okay, I, 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 okay, I, I can see it in my head a little be, bit. There's I like knew, something in the eyes and the cheeks or something. Guys, but I knew I was going to be distracted by it walking into the movie, and I was very distracted by it for like the first half. But as she slowly grew... As oh my one, god, you are not wrong. <laughs> yeah, as I slowly grew into the, the character and I started identifying with her as opposed to like the chick that looks like Evan Peters, um, I, I got over it eventually. Was it around the same time that she started talking? Um, slightly before that. Holy crap, you are not wrong, dude. I'm so glad I did not see this before I watched it. I would be super distracted. Face, dude. The second they time you do watch kind it, of have the same face. The second time you watch it, you're going to be so distracted. Wow, that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, the whole time I was like, ooh, are they going to twist it? Is she Quicksilver's daughter? <laughs> Is she just Quicksilver? That'd be crazy. Yeah, because they were cloned from other mutants. That's so. funny. That's crazy. They were cloned from other mutants. And in this reality, Quicksilver would be a much older man. Ooh. <laughs> crazy yeah <laughs> anyway but definitely go ahead and watch it i mean i don't know how much more details we want to get into i mean uh, no but if they're listening to this yeah you would know but like they, the, they for me like uh, like um the the very last moment that like could have been cheesy was just pitch perfect you're fucking standing on logan's uh, grave and she says bye daddy or whatever and they she walks away then she comes back and turns the cross into an x i was like uh, ah! <laughs> no it works because Log- ugly logan, cried. logan has never been like a religious man he's never been a man of god yeah more importantly he's an x-man exactly that's yeah. the only thing that he's been able to have as an anchor in his fucked up life yeah and the- it's like how old is he like 200 years old plus? yeah he, you born before the civil war yeah yeah so it's like that is like his family crest yeah and so it was good so meaningful and also i i lost it on his last line logan's last words were this is what it feels like this is what it feels like and i was like that's a good fucking last line because first of all it's like this is what death feels like yeah. because he's never experienced it before and also like he said this right after um x23 calls him daddy daddy yeah this would like, so the... like this is what it what family feels like yeah this is what it's like to like to be a father yeah to be a fucking father because oh my god like everything about it was just perfect and like it's it's so much cooler when you know the story behind it because i believe this movie would not have happened without Hugh like I know without Hugh Jackman it wouldn't have happened no I mean I think relatively like, early on he became a producer exactly so, yeah, exactly. It, it would he not have happened. like he demanded for this movie to be made this way or else he's not going to do it yep. because um, he knew that was going to be his last one and he wanted to have absolute control over like where it was going because mm-hmm. I you know um, he he's played this character long enough so I believe he, he deserves the right to dictate the it, his, his swan song yeah you know uh, I believe in the earlier movies he had no no such control so when Wolverine does stupid shit you know it's gonna, yeah man <laughs> yeah Hugh Jackman has no real control but for this one uh, I, I, I watched a bunch of interviews like he really took on the reins of this and was like if it's not made this way I ain't, I ain't doing, doing it, it son bub recast your Wolverine <laughs> I'm I'm really curious as to what they're going to do with the X Men franchise. I feel like I, I'm very curious. This is a head scratcher. It's kind of cool because also they can now they can do whatever they want. But here's it's like there's they're at a crossroads. I don't think I don't want to see anything with fucking Sansa Stark. I don't want to see those young X Men from X Men Apocalypse. I want to rinse my X Men Apocalypse from my brain. Yeah, right. But what do they? I I would be interested to see the kids. These kids. Not just that, I'd be interested. Like, come, I forgot where I heard this theory. Oh, it was on the iFanboy podcast. Yeah. I, I like the idea that maybe they're going to go up to Canada, meet up with a dude named Nathan Summers, who's Cable, Cable. go back in time, fuck around with Deadpool or whatever they're going to do. That seems a little bit far fetched. Yeah, but the thing is, like, okay, if you're talking about the, okay, they're not, they're not Marvel in that yeah. Marvel everything's connected, it's all definitely the same universe. X Men they have kind of some leeway and there's yeah. time travel and stuff. But basically, if this movie. 
if Logan really is like canon, like what happened in this movie, then what the fuck oh, is it, where's it, Deadpool it, at? It needs to no, be. No, it is canon, canon, but that's what I'm saying. But where was Deadpool? Deadpool 2 is the next movie on the slate. So yes. like what happened to him? What's going on? I think they'll find find an interesting way around it. But and we talk about how this is Wolverine and the Hugh Jackson's last go around, and that's yeah. that was quite emotional. But I think this is also gonna be Patrick Stewart's last go on Xavier. Definitely. He mentioned that as well. Yeah, and like those two have been like so long have been have been doing this for so long it's quite it was quite emotional to see them go out and i was, yo definitely i i would i would if if they do like a, another days of future pants thing with this and and they take away this from the continuity if they if they leave but it doesn't matter if you. they like, have it as a standalone i'm gonna be kind of upset because i i really hope that they don't bring professor x or wolverine back mm-hmm. for a while i think least. they have to re- i think they should retire wolverine for now yeah no definitely at least for like 20 years or 15 it's hollywood but um I would really love it if they focus on the kids because, first of all, they all seem like pretty solid like child actors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love the little black kid. <laughs> that little black kid was adorable. He was with the sparkle powers. Yeah, he got a little lightning. He's a little friction. He just pew! <laughs> he's like rubs his feet in the carpet. It's amazing, but um, because a lot of th- the okay, so the the big standing theory is that oh, the cliffhanger. Where are the kids going? Like, why are they? They're going to Canada. Yeah, Canada. As in, like, what for? Like, North what's Dakota. waiting behind them? So, like, I think the most popular theory right now is that they are headed to the Alpha Force. Because Alpha Flight. Alpha Flight. Same thing. X Force. Alpha Flight. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, X Force. X Force is the one of like the little blob guy, right? It, it, it has different forms, like but the yes. little green blob. But um, yes, Alpha Flight, the Canadian X Men. Uh, the long-standing theory is that they're going to them because then they can have shelter and be protected by a bunch of superheroes. Who knows? Who knows? I'm looking Who forward knows? to it. whatever they decide to do. I'm I just yeah, to. I just want them to continue on on this path because yeah. these okay dark knight was a very very good movie but it was a very different kind of good from logan and i would mm. say that they're both equally as good if not logan might be better i think it comes down, when it comes when it gets to that it comes down to just taste exactly okay so dark knight was a very philosophical movie very deep in terms of like its message and yeah. its theme it was very consistent all the way PG-13 term- though yeah exactly No, but in, ter- in terms of delivering its theme it, w- it had a very strong theme of like the-, the real definition of good and evil and what it means to be both right and like the whole uh, when does a good guy live long enough to see him become the villain whatever yeah that theme was very strong and it was very philosophical but I mean let's all admit it the movie was carried by Heath Ledger absolutely it was he he did a solo carry well he was the X Factor that made that movie like he did a solo carry yeah Um, but with this Logan the action was first of all dope as fuck Mm -hmm. but the emotional scenes were just so well done throughout consistently not just with uh, Hugh Jackman but it was like a lot across the board. Hugh Jackman, yeah. Patrick Stewart, and the script was just girl, so solid. Little girl, black family, everything, everything, everything was so good. Everything was so good. Like I would, I, I kind of like this bird in Dark Knight. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not sure which one I like better. And here's why. All right, yeah. I want to get into the main thing that I want to talk about here is that I went so excited for this movie. I've been waiting for it for ages. Mm-hmm. I went in like a four o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock in the afternoon screening. And I was super excited. I th- figured it'd be all nerds there. <laughs> and I guess there were. But fuck, did I have the worst audience of all time for this really? movie. Dude, people were talking nonstop. Are you serious? Like, there was this group of, like, teenager or slightly older, 20-something kids behind me. Were they discussing the movie or just talking? They were just talking about the movie. Huh. 
And like, it's like, you know, like sometimes, like Nathan would know, because Nathan, you watch movies with me a lot. I'm like the most talkative person ever, but not in a movie. I'm like dead silent in a movie. Yeah. I just, I'm just watching, right? Yeah. And these guys were like talking, asking questions and stuff. And I'm like, y'all are so fucking dumb. Hey, who's the, the, what, why not? hey, that would be okay if they were fucking whispering like that. They were just talking at normal volume. Oh. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Oh. And like, how I, old were they? I don't, it must have been just old enough, barely old enough to watch the movies. Oh, fuck. Like 18 to 20, whatever. And it's like, it's one of those things where like, See, I have to figure this out moving forward. If stuff like that happens, I either it, it's over for me. There's no fight way I'm going to enjoy flight. the movie. But that's the thing is that either one's worse. Like I'm either going to sit there and stew the whole time, or I'm going to turn around and say something, and that's going to get in my head the whole time. But either yeah. way, I'm fucked. The movie's over for me. In fact, I should probably just move down and change seats. That's what I should do. Yeah. But like about I don't know 45 minutes of this constant. My first thing is I'm just I just turn around and look at them for a sec, and I watch back and walk back. Yeah. And the, I made eye contact with one of the guys. I thought that would kind of stop them for a while. Yeah. And then it didn't. And then and then they kept talking. They kept talking. The dumbest stuff. Like here's my the my favorite dumb thing they said. So they were in the the family of the farmer, right? Yeah. And um, uh, Logan comes into the teenager boy's room, or or, or no, I think it's ex, uh, ex- Laura does. She goes in the room. The iPod scene. And she's walking to the, yeah the iPod scene. She's walking to the kid's desk, and the guy goes, "Hey, I bet she's gonna pick up his trophy a second before she picks up his trophy." <laughs> It's like, I bet Nathan's gonna laugh. He's laughing. Like, what, what? how fucking dumb are you, dude? Like, congratulations. Like, I bet he's gonna... Significant, significant plot point. So what the fuck? <laughs> and then when... Okay, and then after Charles Xavier gets killed, the guy goes, hey, 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 is that, that's Logan's brother, is it? I'm like... I turn around, I'm just like... No, I yo, I think that's X twenty four. Like, remember from the lab scene? Like, and the guy's like, the guy's just like, hey, what do you say? Like that, like, like in full volume. I'm like, that's X twenty four from the lab. Remember with the fucking tent? I'm like, what's wrong with you? You replied him. Yes. Oh, okay. And that's only half of it, dude. Did, did the, you did you also reply in full speaking volume? Uh, I did like a stage whisper. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm just watching. And then like, okay, that was behind to my right. Behind to my left were a couple speaking the full time in Mandarin. So I had people I could understand behind me fucking me up. I had people on my left I couldn't understand fucking me up. And it really, it it literally ruined the movie experience for me. I left and I'm like, did I like that movie? And I had to like sit and think about stuff and kind of replay it in my mind. I'm like, yes, I love that movie. Damn. I did not love that experience. I was so fucking angry. Let's watch it again. I, I will watch it again Let's watch for it sure. Again. Let's watch it again. I will, I will dude. Again. I'm so down to watch it again. But That's even- really upsetting because okay, I... I I, ha- I even hate it when you see the phone light in yeah. in the theater. Yeah, like I, I appreciate it when they try to mask it. And so yeah. when, when they try to when they try to cover, it, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. But when they just like full brightness, on. bam, and then like you're just seeing it. Like right my new there. strategy, I'm just gonna throw popcorn at the screen <laughs> with their fucking phone. I'm just because if I ever take my phone out in the theater, I will always like cover it with my jacket. Dude, yeah, like, I'm like, face I'm it like, towards my chest. I'm, I'm like. like there's a one scene in Band of Brothers where a guy goes over and needs a raincoat with a fucking flat. That's what yeah. I. That's me. I'm like yeah. inside my shirt, yeah. going as low as possible. I'm like full on just like tactical night mode. Like I'm yeah, just like, I'm trying my best not to ruin the experience. And I will only check that if I'm expecting an important message yeah, yeah, or yeah. if I need to check the pee time or if it's like on silent. Right? Yeah, and it blows my mind that anyone would talk at full volume in a theater. It's been a while since I've experienced that. I believe the last time I experienced that was. Uh, like in China, weirdly enough. Yeah. But like, um, it's it's just, where is your mind, son? Dude. Why are you, it's uh, j- just social basics will let you know that the lights are down. No one else is speaking. We're all watching the same thing. It's that fucking empathy. Don't. It's, like, it's just like empathy. I guess it's like an empathy thing. I don't want to get mean to get too deep on it or anything. But it's like, is it like... Um, 
like they don't realize that they're, they're affecting us. Are they sociopaths? I, I, I sometimes I think so. Maybe, dude. It's it's definitely sociopathic behavior. All right. And you know what's the thing? The problem is is that I think this is a problem. Like worldwide, but in America, there will be multiple people who be like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like yeah. at the first time they utter, they yeah, utter, yeah, yeah. and they'll be fine. I need to start doing that more often. Dude, I, I don't like confrontation. Me and too. So just you know, that's the thing. That's why I say it's a lose lose. As soon as someone starts talking, I'm like, please. Also, I, all I can do is yeah. hope that they're going to stop talking. Yeah, but I'll need to figure out some strategies, dude. I, I think I told this story before in the podcast where, um, the only time I really got angry and got up and spoke to someone was during that of all fucking movies, Hangover Three or Two or Three. <laughs> okay. This lady, this old lady was by herself on the phone having a conversation. I stood up, walked down my row, turned around. She was five or six rows. I'm like, excuse me, can you please take your phone outside at that volume while the movie's playing? Because it went on forever. And then she just sat there and ignored me. The weird thing was that everyone else ignored me too. Oh, there was there was maybe some people like, oh, what's going to happen? But like mostly it was just like there was was no like, yeah, there was no like chill. There There was nothing. Yeah. And I'm just like. I was like, am I a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> am I a ghost? <laughs> so thank you for fucking up my experience, annoying people. Oh my god. That that gives me anxiety. That situation right there. If that happened, I would I would have just walked out of the theater. And just yeah. H- half of embarrassment and half of like, fuck this. <laughs> if like this is the audience I'm watching the movie with. Dude. My, Espe- I, I, especially a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. But I would think was it was it a full theater? Pretty close. Oh, Hangover like, 3. Oh, Hangover 3? No, that yeah. was pretty empty. It was like half. Oh, okay. Because like, I, I, I've experienced similar things where like one guy would speak up in a full theater. Yeah. And then once one guy speaks up, everyone's like, yeah! You would like, think, right? Yeah. And, like, then, and then you like, sit down and you're like, I'm the, I, I'd literally be like, I'm going to be the champion. I, I got this, guys. I'm going to tell this lady, take in it outside. Your, in, in John's head, it played out as... Hey, can you please take your phone outside? And she's stunned, and she walks away, and a slow clap begins. And then as John uh, walks like a, down back to his seat, they throw popcorn at him and cheer. Like, Thank John, you. John, John. And a beautiful John, lady John, comes and John. opens her bra, and, just, and then they have sex in the middle of the theater. And while Zach and I'm just be like, gives me a thumbs up from the screen. Exactly. Like, well done, John Cansco from Singapore. That's how it played out in his head. But, but no, instead I was a fucking ghost. I was invisible. <laughs> I was less than nothing. <laughs> And like, okay, back to Logan, right? It pissed me off so much that I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this the day after. I'm going to watch it again. But then I went to buy tickets. I'm like, I keep reliving in my head. I'm like, I'm so fucking angry at this moment. I need to take a couple days. (laughs) Take a couple days to recover. But yes, Nathan, let's rewatch Logan, which was a brilliant movie. It It was, I, uh, I cannot stop gushing about it. It's just, I haven't been this impressed of a movie in a very long time. Oh, also funny story. Um. I asked Nathan uh, the day, so we both watched the day come out. I was like, "Hey Nathan, you want to come watch it at one o'clock or three o'clock, three o'clock?" And he's like, "Oh, I can't. I got to shoot." I was like, "Okay." And then he, I think you went to watch it like five or six. Yeah. And then at that time, I couldn't make it at that time because I had a cl- I had an improv class, and I'm just like doing my class. I'm in the middle of my class, and then like, okay, guys, take a five minute break. I look at my phone. I just see Nathan message from Nathan. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! I'm like, oh my god, someone's killing Nathan. <laughs> someone's kidnapped him. And I like mess back, dude. Are you okay? What's going on? Well, and I, no, you, I called. You, you, you called me. You called me several times. I was like, um, are you okay? What happened? I just watched Logan. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. No, see, you read it very differently. You read it as, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Because I didn't put any any punctuation. There was just one you. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like, fuck. No, I, I meant, yeah, that was the tone I meant. The tone yeah. I meant was, fuck. It was... Could also just put, just watch Logan. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, but really, though, I was like, that's the kind of friend I am. I'm like, I'm, I'll be there, dude. You need me to get my baseball bat? Let's go. You gonna fight? No, man. I was I was thoroughly impressed. I watched it with D, 
And like, oh, it'd be fun to watch with. Yeah, the whole time we were watching it, we we're just like nodding at each other. We we're just like, yeah, they're doing it. They're doing it right. Yep. They're doing <laughs> yep. it. They're doing it. But that's why I was so pissed because this is the last Hugh Jackman yes. movie we're getting. Yes. And it was the best one. So good. Overwhelmingly good. But we're gonna go um, watch it again, and yeah. I'm gonna go Photoshop our photos as Wolverines. <laughs> we really, we really, we really do have to thank Deadpool for this because yeah. if not for Deadpool's unexpected success, trailblazing. Pretty much, because it was with that project, I believe, that like the Fox executives finally learned, like, oh, it turns out... R-rated. You... We can make money off of not, R-rated movies. Not just movies. that, but it turns out when you leave the creative team alone, they they can well, that's a, a fully competent That's product. the thing. And if you guys have still joined us, um, we've come back and joined us. Well, let me just do another spoiler real quick here. Or I can do it without a spoiler. But, like, uh, another thing, too, is to say that, like, they can do this movie, and because of the way they did it, because the way it ended, because of the future, they're like, let's just tell the story. We don't have to worry about building a universe. We don't have to. And like, Marvel's got that down to a T, so much yeah. so that people are getting bored with it. It's I'm not. Boring. For me, it's not. I'm like, I'm, I love it all. But like, they're like, no, let's just tell the story. Let's have a beginning, middle, and end. And there's something that gets, I think, a little bit lost when you're doing these spectacle films mm-hmm. is the idea of like the characters want and need, which yeah. is a new thing I've discovered now that I'm learning how to write scripts. <laughs> like, Wolverine wants to get away. But what he needs is a family. Yes. And like the way they execute that. And you can't really delve into stuff like that if you're like, oh, but then they go fight Thanos in a bit and blah, blah, blah. But Ooh, if you can really galaxy dig in into sky. it. When you can really dig into it, dude, that's when you make really good films. Yeah. And I don't think there's going to get any Oscar love, but I think... I Really? I was just about to ask. That was the last thing I was going to ask. Like, do you think this is going to be up for any awards? Special effects. <laughs> like, you really? know, it's one of those things. Golden Globes? Uh, maybe, maybe. I, I would hope so. MTV Movie Award? At Logan, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I'll be all for all of them. And then you can be like, Oscar Award winning Logan. That came out the year after Oscar winning Suicide Squad. Oh, God. Suicide Squad won an Oscar. Was oh, it for Best Music Editing? God. Some weird random technical award. Best Makeup. Best Makeup? Best Makeup. Yeah, I can get that. Even that's pretty fucking arguable. Yeah. What are you going to do? Best Makeup. I can't. Nothing jumps off the top of my head is better. Having better makeup. I mean, the killer croc looked like a walking disease. <laughs> like it just didn't look right. It yeah. did, like I wouldn't like if if you didn't tell me that was killer croc, I'd be like uh, AIDS mm. man, <laughs> the elephant the, man, the leprosy haver, the elephant AIDS man. Yeah. Like I didn't know what the hell that Needs was. Needs to exfoliate guy. Yeah. Anyway, that's our review of Logan. Like, guys, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't watched it yet, please watch it now, soon. And uh, cool. later on, in a, in a little bit, in a couple of minutes, we do have a game to play. It is, of course, X-Men Wolverine-based. I will be challenging Nathan. But for now, I think we need to Read get into some, some fan stuff. Shit. Read some of that shit, yo. Play the music first, though. Listen to us talk all day. You've got things you want to say. All you do is ask. Because we read your shit. All right, so coming up next week, where I think we have enough, Nathan, to like a full-on We Read Your Shit episode. But also, I have a couple messages that I would like to read now. Some that have been sitting in my mailbox that I really want to talk about. Let's do it. So we'll do one or two now, and we'll save the rest for later on. Uh, Nathan, uh, I need to have... uh, uh, Give me an... uh, Not acronym. uh, Whatchamacallit? uh, A a pseudonym. Uh, A a stand-in name. Oh, Okay. Because um, I, I saw this, someone wrote in with a very lovely but also delicate message, so we need to change his or her name. Jim. Jim. Woman Silver. Okay, Jim Woman Silver. I'm sure. I don't even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Jimmy Jimmy Woman James Silver. Mangled. Um, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> 
Okay. Jimmy uh, Woman Silver says, uh, Hey, guys. Uh, I've been thinking about asking questions for a while now, so here it goes. How do you keep moving forward in life after you have struggled for quite some time? Uh, what are your daily affirmations? I suffer from depression and was diagnosed since late uh, October 2013. Depression has made a huge impact on my health, education, and the love and support I receive from my friends and family members. I have relapsed five times since I was diagnosed, and I'm trying to get my life together. After having depression for so long and battling those relapses, it's really hard to bounce back and move forward. I do have goals and aspirations that I set for myself. However, those goals are pretty overwhelming to me. Uh, thanks for reading my message, Jimmy Woman Silver. So yeah, thank you for that message. And um, I, I emailed this person back, and they got a response, and they've been waiting to hear it. But and I'd like to hear your input on it. But like. Yeah. First of all, I just want to say thank you so much for reaching out to us. Thank you very um, much, again, Jim. we are, in fact, licensed therapists. Not many people know that about us. Mm-hmm. We give the world's best advice on depression. <laughs> we give the best advice. With I the best advice. It's going to be huge. Uh, no, best. but really, though, for those of you who haven't listened since the beginning or have just joined us, whatever, uh, I myself have suffered from depression since I was or about over a decade, a wee child. I was like three years old and like, the world, the world sucks. Where? No more titty milk. No, nobody loves me. I saw from. <laughs> That's my new character. Three year old depression. Three year old depression. Man, it's been six months since I had titty milk. <laughs> Man, I hate it. They they took away my Disney Channel. There was no. There's no point. Oh my god, the summers are so long. Uh, but okay. Uh, so Jimmy, thank you first of all for reaching out. I think it's it sounds like you're in an okay place right now. Yeah. And that's good. It's good to like kind of get perspective and understanding about your uh, not disease, not disability, but your condition. Yeah, your condition. Yeah, like it's it's much better that than like going like oh shit when you're in the thick of it. Mm-mm. You know, and you can kind of forecast it. You're you're probably in a much better place than you think. Yeah, you are. and also it sounds like you're open about it. Like yes. hopefully your friends and your family know about it. Hopefully you've seen psychologists, psychiatrists, mm. whatever. If you're not, I would suggest that. Like maybe yeah. if you've got a little, if you're in a place where you can afford that, or your yeah. your parents can afford that. I think it's good to see a shrink. That definitely helps. Yeah, I've seen three, four, four shrinks in my time only yeah. because I've moved around a lot, yeah. and it always, it always helps. The help helps. That's, and it's that's and it's all very PNC and on download and confidential because. Because I think, okay, the, the main thing about mental health in not just Singaporean society, but Asian society in general, uh-huh. is that it's a very, very, very taboo subject. Some some would say even more so than like... Uh, sucking dicks under the boardwalk. Sucking dicks under the boardwalk. Yeah. And it's very difficult to talk about things like this because in any Asian culture, the moment you bring about like therapy or counseling mm-hmm. or psychiatrists and like, oh, eh, he's crazy. Uh, he's crazy. Yeah. Oh, don't don't let him near the cutlery. I don't know. It's It just becomes very hush-hush because... Yeah. And sometimes people... The worst part is that sometimes, most times, people don't seek help because they're yeah. afraid of this stigma. Mm-hmm. And it's entirely, entirely understandable why you would feel that way because we have pretty much been conditioned to think that any kind of mental health problem means you're crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't. And, and you know, just like sucking dicks under the boardwalk, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Sitting on the dock of the bay. job. What? Sucking on a dick. It's <laughs> beautiful. No, no, no. In all serious, um, just like sucking dick on the boardwalk. It's your depression is much managed, more manageable when you can see when you can see, when it comes to light. <laughs> it's 
dark. It's sandy. You don't know what's going on down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But you shine some light on it. Um, <laughs> it's much more easy to manage. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about like literally coming on. Okay, yeah, that coming to light. Coming into what? Just coming light. Come, okay. But what do we do? Um, what are your <laughs> affirmations for light? Okay, this is a story I want to share. Um, uh, I had a realization a couple months ago while I was watching the Oscar Award winner for Best Picture, La La Land. Uh-huh. I was watching that film, hoping that it would win, and in fact, it did. And then it got taken away. Oscar Gate. Yeah, it got taken away. But I was—I realized I was watching it. Is like, because that movie is also about like achieving your dreams and going for your thing, and, and especially if you're a performer, an actor, a musician, it's all about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I had this thing where I'm like, you know, you know, I'm getting to a certain age, and I haven't done as much as I maybe would have liked. But I, and then, and then, and then, how sad it could be. Like, I'm not going to kill myself. I came to that realization. I am not going to commit suicide. And if that's the case, then I got to just do my best to make my life as awesome as it can because we only have so much time on this here on this earth. So make yourself better every day. What does that mean to you? Find out what that means to you and then just go for it. Does that mean getting in a better shape? Does that mean getting a better mental health, doing better for your career, your jobs, telling your friends you love them more, getting a dog? Whatever it means, you need to, in the great, great words of Robin Williams in Dead Poets Society, you need to suck the marrow from life. Mm. You got to suck it. You got to suck it. Just like sucking dicks. On the boardwalk. You got to suck the marrow out of the dicks of life. Mm-hmm. If you suck marrow out of dicks, that's probably you're probably doing it wrong. But anyway. Does it have marrow? Is no, because there's no bone. Yeah, it's like a porous yeah. um, tissue. Um, but no, for real. It, self-improvement is always a good path for anything. Yeah. just in, in, for, for mental health, for physical well-being, just for general well-being. I, I, I believe to have a goal of being the best possible version of yourself is not just very achievable and very manageable. It, mm-hmm. it just... It just improves your quality of life in so many more ways. Like, yeah. I, 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 I recently also went through a bit of a slump. Like I don't, I would, I don't know if I would diagnose it as depression, but it was definitely like a huge slump where I just felt unmotivated. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I was afraid to leave the house almost for more reasons than one. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like functioning in society as much. But when I started taking steps to improve myself in terms of like, oh, I need to start exercising again. Like I need to start looking better because when I look at myself in the mirror, I, I, I get, I, I get upset because. <laughs> Like I've gained weight or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like when you start taking steps to kind of just solve the little problems that you're having and improve like those little tweaks. Just yeah. like just tweak each knob like, like little by little. Yeah, like do an errand. Like, oh I have been putting off this thing. Just exactly. do it. Exactly. Like tiny yeah. things like that. Like, oh I like I keep wanting to um iron those pants and never did it just do them just fucking iron on the flip side on the flip side okay that's one uh, one way another way of doing it is like look if you feel like just sitting at home putting on sweatpants eating ice cream and watching tv that's feel like all you can muster then do it but fully do it Mm. do it without shame without guilt knowing that that's what you need right now allow yourself to commit to that activity yep as opposed to just like ignoring it and letting it yeah. just take control of your or life. Or feeling bad that you're doing it. Like, yeah. this is what you need right now. And then the moment you need something else, then you do that. The mind works in a strange way. Like, sometimes when you have those secret shames and you don't admit to yourself that, like, it's okay to be to have an off day. Yeah. It's okay to be lazy for a while. But when when you treat it like a secret shame and you hide yeah. away and you don't tell people about it, you go back to it more and more often. This is true. The mind is a very strange thing. Yeah, but, but once you admit to yourself that no, this is not a secret shame. This is just me time. This is off time. This is me allowing myself to just fuck around a bit in between functioning in society and being a like a, a good life person. Yeah, 
it so helps it's a like lot. when you have like you said here you have goals but they're a little overwhelming. So break down those big goals into small goals. Little like, big trees. Yeah, yeah. There's a who's, who's that? Jason, Joshua Radden song. No. There's, I don't know, someone, Matt Nathanson has a song mm-hmm. called Little Victories. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's another, that's one message. We helped you, we helped you, Jimmy. Take care. Was it Quickie Silver? Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Woman Silver. Okay. Uh, this one is from, can I read this name? Yes. This is from uh, Psych. Psych. <clears throat> Hi, John and Nathan. Mostly John, because chances are you are the one reading this. That is so true. Hey, I'm reading it. So I read, read and responded this week, uh, a couple of days ago, a week ago already. <laughs> uh, I love, love, love your podcast, and thanks for accompanying me during all my boring and arduous tasks. Every time I receive the notification of a new episode, I'm always super happy and can't wait to listen to it. Sorry we haven't been there for you. Also, let me take a moment now that if you know someone who listened to this podcast but hasn't resubscribed to the podcast, tell them to do that because everyone needs to like resubscribe and oh, yeah. re-review. We'll get that in a minute. Um, writing you today because I want to ask you, what is your opinion about the importance of appearances in a relationship? importance of appearances in a relationship i know that even if you look fantastic well thank you uh with a shitty personality a relationship is hard to maintain but i was just wondering uh, if without a certain standard of appearance will there be an initial reaction in the first place yeah oh right as in like the uh, so so the importance of just external appearance yeah oh i thought she meant like in a relationship like if if it, in, in other words matter. like do, you're, what, you're, you're hunting you're not in one yeah maybe Okay. Hold on, let me go and let me read the rest of this thing. Uh, I have just recently graduated and I'm currently in a mixed school and it's my first time studying Ooh. studying co-ed for 10 years. To be honest, I feel a lot of pressure to change my looks and look more feminine. Um, I have been a proud tomboy for a well my entire life and have been mistaken for a boy countless times. I don't believe that I should change my appearance for anyone, but at the same time, there is a subtle pressure to do so. The boys are constantly discussing looks of other girls in front of me I might have. Oh, <laughs> and whether they will date her based on her looks, even when other people start dating and one of them is much more attractive than the other. There are all these nasty comments about why is she dating? <laughs> about why is he dating her? Shade. He looks too good for her and so can do better, etc. Overall, I'm basically quite confused about this whole issue and just want to hear your advice about coming uh, becoming from a mature adult. Somewhat, it's okay that you are all super funny and relatable and special snowflakes. Uh, love, love, love you so much and please continue putting out these awesome content. Thank you so much for this podcast. P.S. C.Y.C. is my initials, John. Haha. <laughs> Read C.Y.C. Okay. All right, psych. <coughs> So psych, um, yeah, you, this is kind of like when I look back on the times when I was like, oh, I think I'm becoming an adult is when I started seeing through and around like, cause everyone would be like, it only, don't judge a book by its cover. It only matters with the inside, mm. which is true yeah. generally, but also there's a subtle hint. There's like some of the truth is also there in the other way too. Whereas like, I mean, you fall in love with someone for their personality and how they click with you, but you're initially attracted because... They're attractive. You know exactly. what I mean? And everyone has different tastes yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, do you change? I don't know. Do you want to change? I I believe your kind of standing theory on this CYC psych Sorry. is is um is a smart one to have that you shouldn't change for anybody. Yeah. Um, that said, if you genuinely want to change I, yourself. I, I, yeah, exactly. Don't change for anybody. Don't change else. for someone. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, unless you're you're like a bad person, then you probably should. Yeah. Like if someone says, "Hey, you're being a dick," think about it. Like, yeah, am I being yeah, a dick? Is yeah. that person being a dick? Yeah. Maybe I'm being a dick. Yeah. Then you can change. Exactly. But other than that, I think your general theory here is right that you shouldn't change for anybody. If you're comfortable in your own skin, if you're comfortable looking the way you look, 
Yep. You shouldn't feel like you need to meet another standard of beauty. For sure. At the same time, the other side, change is inevitable. Yeah. You know, you're going to change. You're going to grow your hair out one day. You're going to cut it off again, probably. You're going to unbind your boobs, maybe. You're going to suck a dick underneath a boardwalk. Yes. Are there but any boardwalks in Singapore? I don't really. To have uh, jetties, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But the thing is... In, okay, so I went to... Um, co-ed, right? Uh, yeah, co-ed uh, junior college. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I don't count primary school because I was fat, so nobody wanted me. Yeah. But, but I went to a co-ed junior college. I get that. Um, yeah. I went to co-ed junior college, and I, I never dated anybody when I was in school. Um, not in school, anyway. Mm. Um, and... It was mostly because of like the constant, just like the the way that Syke said it, like the pressures of like people just talking about relationships all the time mm-hmm. and like rating like how that relationship, oh that person doesn't deserve to be that person, oh like her her her, her boyfriend's ugly. Like, Let's just put it this way: I've only ever dated people that are way more attractive than me. That's just the way it is, man. It's good for you, man. But um, bad for them though. <laughs> <laughs> Losers. Uh, <laughs> Mm. okay but yeah there is that a lot of that talk and sometimes it can create pressures to like you know um conforming to certain fashions Mm -hmm. or like looking a certain way behaving a certain way styling Mm -hmm. your hair a certain way Mm -hmm. but after getting used to that like that whole co-ed environment and getting over the drama of it Mm -hmm. and seeing the bigger picture of how like this is um a really important time in my youth I'm going to the army soon. Like I want to remember these people and I want to like build good relationships with them. And that's what junior college started becoming. Mm-hmm. At first, honestly, it was a bit like, when am I going to get a girlfriend? Because yeah. it was like, it was an exciting time for me. Cause I, I, went from, I, I went from being in a boy's school to suddenly like going to school with girls around me. Yeah. And I got, and I was excited. I was like, Ooh, when am I going to hang out by the boardwalk? Yeah, waiting for that dick like, sucking to happen. Like, prowling at the boardwalk. When yeah. am I going to get a <laughs> saltwater taffy? <laughs> exactly. Um, but it, eventually it was it just became about relationships like sure. actual human relationships sure. yes. and like placing that over placing that as important over like who should i be dating yeah like who's who like who, like um how how should i style my hair to impress that girl yeah exactly although sometimes that does happen but you know for, but for the most part it just i think a good kind of goal to have especially at this age where you're meeting more people and you're really starting to network into your future mm-hmm. you know I still keep in very close contact with the people that I went to junior college with um, <laughs> think about that as yeah. opposed to think about thinking about ways of like how I can how I can change to make this person like me find your people find your crowd yeah find your crazy find your version your of crazy yeah. um, which is your normal yeah uh-huh. and like it's also like I mean the best part Maybe the second best part of being in a relationship is that connection you make with someone. And you can only really make a true connection like that when you're being true to yourself. Yeah. You know, to that own self be true. True to yourself. You got to be true to yourself. Because when heaven apart, shower you with my love. Open your eyes. That's from Mulan. Is it really? Yeah. Stevie Wonder at 90 Degrees from Mulan. Man, my brain is so... Whew, I'm pulling references. Bam! Pew, 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 pew. Um, but yeah. All right. Thank you for your message, Psych. Um, is there anything we missed there? Um, yeah, blah, blah, blah. No. I think yeah. that's about it. Um, follow up if you feel like we didn't answer your question enough or if you f- want to know more. Shoot us another message. Thank you for your emails. And thank you, everyone, for shooting us emails. We love it. I love reading your guys' stuff. I love when you guys get involved. So contact us through goodhangpodcast.com. You can email us there. Tweet at us, Instagram at us, Facebook us, 
It's all great. And with that... We I, read your shit. We read your shit. We read your shit. Yeah. Okay, and with that, I think it's time for a little bit of a game. A wee little bit of a game, bub. Game time. Game time. That's, that's what Wolverine would sound like if he was Scottish. What? Oh, right. I, I, yeah, I'd buy that. Irish, maybe. All right. So, Nathan, in celebration of the great game that is Logan, and from here on in, no spoilers, anyone. No worry. But I think it's time to celebrate Hugh Jackman's run on X-Men and as Wolverine. So for today, Nathan, I have for you the Rotten Tomatoes game, Wolverine Edition. Oh, no. Wait. So snick, is it going to be... Snick, snicky, snicked. Is it going to be every movie he's appeared in or Hugh Jackman? It's every movie that Hugh Jackman has been in as Wolverine. Mm. Okay, mini game. How many movies do you think that is? Hold on. See if you can do it. Da, da, da. He's counting on his fingers like a child. He's oh, chewing at the same wait. time. Mm. What was the other one? Ten. Ten. Ten is right. Yes! So from I'm so X from X so Men all the way, I think it was in the year two thousand. I think it was all the I way. I believe to, he's been in every yeah. single one. He's been in. I think he's been in every single one, save one. But anyway, uh, he's been even in, even first class. He was in that bar scene. Yep, yep. And Apocalypse. He was. In, he was in everything. So so with that, very straightforward. Long time listeners know how this play game works. I will name the movie. Nathan will guess as to what its average Rotten Tomato score is. And the lower score, the better. You guys play along at home. Um, so, man. You know, actually, after I got my fill of Logan, I was like, I got to go back and watch the rest. So I started watching X-Men the other night. Yeah. X2, I got, I skipped, I skipped some. Because, <laughs> <laughs> man, for an amazing, for like, the highs of this show, of this series were high, and the lows of this low, of this series were so fucking low. Yeah. And that's kind of what I want to talk about here, too. That's like kind of like a byproduct of this thing. So, and Apocalypse just, was a fucking mess. Anyway. We're gonna straight up go. <laughs> we're gonna straight up go in chronological order. Nice. Starting with the year two thousand, X Men. Nathan, what do you think? Directed by Brian Singer. Indeed. Hugh Jackman's first American movie. This movie really holds up, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching. I mean, you know, you know not taint your thing, but like, especially, especially the f- for a movie that's seventeen years old, the special effects look pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You know why, right? Because the claws were real back then. Oh. He stabbed a woman. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. That's intense. He a blue a, woman. He, he stabbed a stunt lady. Yeah, but the, the knives were real back then. How are they attached? Like, he was, like, holding them? I'm not entirely sure, but a lot. But some shots involved, like, a prosthetic, a prosthetic arm. Um, Interesting. But they used, like, actual knives. I didn't that know one. that. Yeah, I did man. not know that. Um, Nor did I know that the woman got stabbed. Yeah. And then you compare it to, say, like... <laughs> We'll get to it when we get to that. But X-Men yes, Origins Wolverine. God damn, he's like in the mirror, oh not even doing anything. God. I'm like, why is there a cartoon? Oh my, God. where his claws should be. That was worse than Roger Rabbit, and yeah. Roger Rabbit came out in like the seventh. But here, look, we're doing a okay, okay, we're doing a Logan retrospective. Okay, okay. Let's do one X-Men. at a time. So X Men from when 1999, 2000. Okay, which by far had the funniest line in the whole series, and it was written by Josh uh, Joss Whedon. Hey, 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 it's me. Prove it. You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> that was a the good most one. Whedon-esque line, perfect, and still holds up. And the reaction shots, like just like, yeah, okay, they move on. I love Toad. Do you know what happens to a Toad when gets struck by lightning? That's also, <laughs> and then alternatively, that's another Joss Whedon line. Another Joss Whedon line. But Halle Berry fucked it up. Same thing as everything else. Yeah, that's how she did it, right? Do you know what happens to a Toad when gets struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everyone else. That's not the line reading. The line reading is this: Do you know what happens when a Toad gets struck by lightning? But you. 
Same thing that happens to everything else. That's the line reading fucking Oscar award winning Halle Berry, you fuck ton. You fucked up. <laughs> I, I called her a fucked ton. <laughs> but she fucked up a fuck ton. No, you called her a fuck that. Which Whatever is actually is. a thing in English. Well, there you go. Yeah. Anyway. X-Men, year 2000. Um, what do you think you got on Rotten Tomatoes? I think this is a solid movie. It was a trailblazer. And, ooh, but Rotten Tomatoes, was it? Did it exist back then? Sure did, buddy. Mmm. But not that many people, prob- like probably not that many people. All right, if, that, if that helps, let me let me see how many people reviewed the movie. No, no, it's if cool. It's help. cool. It's cool. I'm gonna go off blind and say it got eighty eight percent. It got eighty one. Hey, with one hundred sixty six reviews counted. Sweet. So a lot. So pretty good. Pretty good. Points. Score seven. You guys playing along at home, right? Just minus uh, what you thought, minus the actual score. Mm-hmm. All right. Now. Moving on to 2003. Man, that was a long wait in between these movies. Yeah, it was pretty long. Because X-Men was fucking I guess amazing. Also because back then those movies take, took a while to make. Yeah, because that they weren't like every year pre-planning. We they were just like, we're going to have a movie. Yes. And, he, and even like the like the cliffhanger ending of like, oh, I'm going to go right off. Yeah. And then three years later, fucking X2 comes out in 2003. And Nathan, what do you think this movie got? Okay, so many people say that it's the best in the franchise. It's up there. You know, I think, Since Logan. Yeah. You know, before Logan came out, everyone was like, even... After first class and Days of Future Pants and all that stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. X2 is still the one that holds up as possibly the best. I honestly don't have the best impression of this movie. I need to rewatch it again because I have never rewatched it past like the first time, I think. Okay. I just remember not being extremely fond of Kelly Who. Oh, she was hot though. She was pretty hot. But yeah, the the fight scenes were the choreo, the fight choreo in that one was fucking next level, dude. The mm-hmm. stunts in that one, oh my god. That this movie I think will I will stand by. I think it may has one of the best action sequences with the nightcrawler thing in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Oh yeah, nightcrawler was in this one. Okay, I'm going to say okay, so if X Men got eighty one and most people can see that this one's better, I'm going to go with my previous score as well. Eighty eight percent. All right, closer. This got eighty six percent. Weirdly, though, I've, I was as you were saying, I've held the thing too that uh, that, that that I thought X two was amazing. But in this most recent watch through, I think I may have liked X Men. The original X Men a little bit better. Everyone loves an origin story, man. Yeah. Well, I think the thing is that X two, yeah, was like they got rid of all the origin stuff, so they just hit the ground running. Lots of action. Yeah. More Iceman stuff like that. It was cool. It was cool. I need to rewatch it. Yeah, it's worth, definitely worth a rewatch. Okay, moving quite along. Uh, another digits, th- bruh. Another three fucking years later. It, man, if we thought this wait between one and two was crazy, the wait between two and three was even crazier. And man, were we disappointed as a society. It was a big, pretty big <laughs> letdown. <laughs> X-Men okay, so, 3, The Last Stand. Fun fact about this one. This was um, the first one that I watched in a cinema. Oh, really? Yeah, because when it came out, I was just getting about that eight. When did it come out? Oh, six? Two, uh, two, uh, last stand, right? 2006, yes. Yeah. It was just about at the age when like, I was going out with friends a lot more because I was like 15 and you know, like my parents were yeah. letting me go out more. And That's stuff. crazy. That's how old I was when I watched X-Men. So yeah, yeah, it totally lines up. So I was like finally watching it in the cinema. So like I do look at it with some rose-tinted glasses because it was a very epic experience for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I do remember... Being very confused <laughs> and extremely just meh, you know, especially of Angel. Like, what the, mm-hmm. the, the why was he in the movie? Mm-hmm. Why, why did you give him so many scenes? Ben Foster, too. Ben Foster, like, that movie probably planted the seed in my head that Ben Foster is bad. 
Like, no. whenever I saw... Exactly! That movie is just bad. Like, whenever I... Like, f- since then on, whenever I see Ben Foster in something, I'm like, why would I watch that? He he, he sucked. Because <laughs> in my childhood, he just had left this impression of sucking. But, like, now you see him and he's... Fucking hell in high, or high water, man. Yeah, and Lance Armstrong. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Is it good? Holy shit. Is that, is that out? Yeah, it's out, right? Yeah, I haven't out, seen it. I will, I will watch it. He looked remarkably like Lance Armstrong. Dude, I will watch any movie with the character with only one ball. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Uh, X-Men 3, because it was such a letdown, I'm going to say that it was probably rotten. Um, but how rotten was how it? How rotten was it? Ooh. See, it wasn't all bad. I mean, at least the special effects were pretty cool, mm. especially for the time. Um, so I think it probably scored some points on that, at least. You know, like good action schlock and mm-hmm. a lot of fan service. Mm-hmm. A lot of fan service. Do you put Juggernaut in there? The Phoenix, the worst version. Like, I remember there was a moment let's, where it's like, mention that. there's the Phoenix and she's just standing in a forest. I'm like, that's the fucking Phoenix. This movie <laughs> let's not sucks. That one. Um, and stupid hairspray. Who's that? Because because of hairspray, James Marsden had to be killed in the beginning. Because of hairspray? Yeah, because he was busy shooting that movie. Oh, God. Oh, the movie hairspray. Yeah. I was like, what are we getting a hairspray accent? Okay, yeah, he can't <laughs> stop the beat. Can't stop the Phoenix, can't stop the beat. All right. He was shooting hairspray, so like, um, he like they could. You have to kill me. You have to kill yeah, Cyclops. They didn't have him for the whole shoot period, so they killed him. So stupid. <laughs> Fucking hairspray, but it's a good movie though. Uh, I give hairspray ninety one percent. Okay, no, I give X. I give X Men three a. Um, I want to go down the middle, but I feel like that's not bad enough. Thirty eight percent. Okay, I want to say that I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And I disagree with Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, no. But they gave it a 58. Just oh. barely rotten. I would give this a negative score if I could. It was... Uh, yeah. I, I mean, mean taken out... Of, I mean, taken... I mean, a feud as, like, a single film, yeah. maybe it's not... I mean, it's bad, but it's not that as bad as I think it is. But, like, the fact that it was like, X1, amazing! X2, even better! X3, the... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagined it... I, I, I Sorry, not imagined. I remembered it being at least visually interesting. So I was hoping that would, you know... He killed Charles and put him in the... Someone, it was nonsense. His death was extremely strange. Yeah. Yeah, he just got torn apart, Molly. I don't really... Fuck he, that movie. He got moleculized. Fuck that movie is all I have to say about that movie. Was that movie Beast's first appearance? I believe first and basically only appearance, yeah. No, he's been in Days of Future Pants. Yeah, but even then it was like just a cameo. I'm, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Class. I was like... I was Kelsey Grammer, though, yeah. yeah. Oh, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Was he... Wait, I don't think Kelsey Grammer p- played him in Days of Future Pants, though. Days of Future No, he did at the very end, in that little cameo scene. I know because I watched it last night. But was it him? I, I know that... Yeah, it was they, Kelsey Grammer. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. At, so the very, at the very, very least, the voice. He looks so different. Maybe they had a stand-in to do that. Yeah, because I remember, I remember expecting it to be Kelsey Grammer, because I But he was the... in Last Stand? He was Beast? Kelsey Grammer was in the movie the whole time? I don't remember. This movie sucked balls. He was in Last Stand. Okay, yeah. I remember then... the, the, the scene... Um, like in the office and he's like hanging around and like looking at it's papers. all gone from my brain i'm very happy about that uh okay moving on moving on so that was 2006 again they're on this three-year kick because in 2009 is when x-men origins wolverine came out <sighs> okay so i watched this in the theater as well and i was super excited because Me this too. this movie came out around a time when i was almost quite sure i was a superhero nerd yeah uh, this was around a time when i was at the peak of it i was buying comic books i was buying the figurines yeah i was doing all that shit you I found was, your niche i was into it man i was into it and i believe this came out after spider-man right uh spider-man one yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah, yeah, after yeah. that yeah I was, maybe even after spider-man three even possibly 
Mm, maybe. But I was yeah. deep into like the superhero love. I, I found my thing. I knew this was my thing. So when X-Men Origins came out, I researched it before watching it. <laughs> I, I found out about the characters and all that. And I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And they're going to bring together like this team. And it's going to be cool. And Blob's going to be in it. And I think that's going to be awesome. And Deadpool's going to be in it. And I think that's going to be awesome. Um, and was not awesome well okay here's the thing the first not awesome the first the first sequence 20 minutes was pretty awesome the first 20 minutes got me like ah. like that scene with ryan reynolds yes. is still one of my favorite scenes of like of all the movies like he was the best thing in the first 20 minutes like unmasked doing his thing with his swords and just like just yeah it was great and, and then the rest of the movie happened yeah. Okay, I remember this movie for three things. I remember that awesome bit in the beginning yeah. with, with Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. Yes. I remember that those stupid claws in the mirror. Yeah. Because when he has amnesia, I, I forgot. I don't think. Uh, again, this he movie was, like, is looking out at of my memory. Mirror, like, what, what are these things? Chink. And then we're thinking the same thing. What the fuck is this weird Chinese CGI nonsense? <laughs> and the third thing I remember about this movie is that fucking awful bringing back of Deadpool as some kind of weird Baraka from Mortal Kombat teleporting yeah. shithead Cyclops yeah, yeah. fuck most people forget Gambit was in this movie oh my god he was <laughs> most people forget because it was so like and Sabretooth that, oh no but he was the main villain sort of yeah and I remember, oh yeah there was that montage in the beginning where they're going through the different wars yeah that was awesome see exactly that's why that was the, cool. fir- the first 20 minutes were so promising I yeah. hate it when movies do this when like they promise you so much and they go like look at all this cool shit we have you know, we got Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Yep. And he's talking. And he's being smart. We got the war sequence, and you see Wolverine like in World War Two gear, and he's being a badass. And we have Will I Am. Yeah, and then fucking <laughs> dude, my like, um, what's his face from um, my favorite TV show Friday Night Lights was my favorite character Gambit. Gambit. What's his name? The guy who fucked up every movie. Well, who the actor? Yeah, what's his name? I have no idea. I've never watched Friday Night Lights. Oh man, but uh, I'll look it up right now. But yes, it would it, it but it was bad. I it mean, was, not to give was, away anything. <laughs> it was just disappointing because when Deadpool came out the second time, I was like, okay, interesting choice. Instead of swords, they've made them come out of his arms. The that's, merc, that's the cool. merc with a mouth without a that's mouth. That's cool. I think you're so cool. That's I. I thought that was still you know that was a creative decision. And then yeah. he started teleporting. And I was like, oh, they took a power that he had that he had through a translocator and they made it a natural ability. And he has Cyclops that's powers. still pretty interesting. And then his eyes fucking shot lasers and, that, and that's when I was like, yeah, I'm done. Fuck I'm it, done. fuck it. I'm done. Uh, and I was talking about Taylor Kitsch as Gambit. Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. But anyway. He was in that movie. All that to say. <laughs> X-Men, Origins, Wolverine. 2009 with a Rotten Tomato score of... I believe they intended to make this a series. Like X-Men, Origins. I mean, they did. No, no. Oh, you mean like, like different oranges of Exactly. Different... But then yeah. this one tanked so bad. And then they took, so they, they fucked that guy and they got James Mangold in. He did the next ones, yes. The Wolverine. The Wolverine. Yeah. Coming up next. But yes, 2009's X Men Because they didn't call X Men Origins Wolverine 2. You know? X Men continuity is so fucked. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's just call this one what it is 17%. Please. <laughs> Again, I agree with you. Oh, no. But they gave this one a 38%. Oh, my God. I was going to say 38 because that was my previous answer to the thing. You should just keep going with that. that. That'll work. God dang it. Okay, so it's a, that's 21 points. Okay. Yeah. And then, okay, moving on. Then now uh, Hugh Jackman got a little bit of a break. And I'm actually curious to see what he did here. Because the next movie we're going to talk about, he only made a cameo in, which is, yes, X-Men First Class in 2011. I two believe his later. only words were, fuck off. Yep. Yep, the only, time, the only F-bomb in that PG-13 movie, which is only allowed one F-bomb. I believe you're allowed two. One. One? I know because there's a movie, Get Shorty, where they talk about that. 
Where he's like, I'm oh, making a PG-13 movie, and I can see one F word, so I'm going to say it right now, yeah, but whatever. I could have sworn it was two. Nah, there's um, okay, so X-Men First Class, I was, uh, when I saw this, I was like, yes, okay, we're back. We're back on track. X-Men 3 was, what was that? Origins was, what was that even? Uh, first Class was the first one where it was like, we're back, baby, we're back. Also because I love James McAvoy, I loved him in Wanted. So when I found out that he was cast as Professor X, I was very excited. Young Professor X, even more more awesome to me was Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender as a young Magneto, that was awesome news, and I really enjoyed him. It was just amazing that they had such good chemistry. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I, I James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender, those two are inseparable in my mind. Yeah, as like a acting duo, just yeah, in general. Yeah, like they're, they're the Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart of our time. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then throwing Kevin Bacon, you all, had a good time. All foreigners from from the from yeah. the American scene that they are pursuing. Yeah, they're all Europeans, and yet none of them, and they did play Europeans in the movie. Yet none of them got to do their regular accent. <laughs> you know, Michael Fassbender is fucking Irish as hell. Yeah, yeah. His I mean, accent he, in that he's movie. He's born is. in Germany or but whatever. But he's, he's McAvoy is super Scottish. Super Scottish, but he was British in this. Yeah, movie. He's English. Anyway. English. He weird. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, first class. Yeah. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I believe everyone was impressed. The aesthetic was very cool to see it was, to see them in like that setting. Seventies, um, sixties. Yeah, yes, very Watchmen esque. Some might say. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give this one a cock solid. Eighty two percent. Eighty two percent. It got an eighty six percent. Yes. Right up there. Right up there. Yes. Pretty good. We're back to single digits, but pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. You 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 fucked up in the shitty ones, but don't worry. <laughs> the shittier ones are harder. Yeah. Because I feel like if you know if it's good, it's like it's like there's like a fifteen point window really where it could be. Yeah. When also, it's also, shitty, it's like, I, I I think what we're failing to realize is that we are when these movies came out, the bar hadn't been set as high. Let's see. So this is two. Thousand, what did I say? Two thousand eleven. Like this I'm is... talking about X Men Three and Origins. When those movies came out, the that was bar before had... Batman. It was before Marvel. For, yeah, before Marvel. Before, before Marvel. Uh, around the, the same time so as Dark Knight. Dark yeah. Knight. If these movies came out today, mm. yeah, because what the hell did BVS get? Twenty, I hope. Exactly. No, no, it got a pretty high score. I think it's barely rotten. Really? Let me check. Let me check that. Let me check yeah, that. Check that real quick. Uh, but yeah, keep talking while I check that. Um, but yes, I enjoyed First Class very, very much. It was just fun again. It was just so much fun. Origins got so dour. It was only fun in the first 20 minutes. And X-Men 3 was so sad because the, it, it was sandwiched with death. The movie was just sandwiched with Cyclops' death, Professor X' death, and Jean Grey' death. And it was just really annoying. You know what's weird also? What, what kind of what I remember about that movie too is that like the ladies in it were so sexy. Like Rose Byrne, who's like like just awesome. But also they had, um, what's her face? Um, The girl from Mad Men. What's her name? Emma Frost. Oh, January uh, Jones. January Jones, right? But yeah. she, and then apparently, I read some interview somewhere that she was dating the director, so he wanted her in the movie, oh. but she didn't have enough time to like get in shape, so she couldn't. Looked a little flabby, a little flabby. And really, for I me, thought she looked fine. No, I think she looked fine too, but like she wanted she to be looked, like she didn't have like a six pack. No, dude, she was looked little, fine. I think she looked fine, but she's beautiful. Also, it was the seventies. Women looked a bit curvier back. Then. I mean, I guess. Yeah, it made sense to me that she had, and she oh. Anyway. What the fuck was the real name of BVS? There it is. Okay. I have trouble Donald finding it. Justice. I had trouble finding it. It was hard. Uh, it got us 27. So yeah, yeah pretty, See, shit, exactly. pretty shit. Pretty shit. <laughs> if a movie like that, that is arguably, you know, more watchable than X-Men 3 or X-Men Origins, it at least has more meat in it. Very, very arguable. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in terms of they're better, it's a much better quality movie than X-Theory or Origins, BVS. Yeah, at least more so. thought. I would say, I would say yeah, so, yeah, more yeah. thought was put into it. Not 
good execution, but more thought was put into it. Yeah, that's fair. It's just the bar. Like we so hadn't high. seen what could be done. Exactly. Before. That's if fair. X3, that's fair. if Origins came out today, they might not even break 5%. Anyway. All right. We got four more films to go. Uh, moving right on to The Wolverine. So this is another side of Wolverine. And I talked about earlier, I talked about it's, you show the different facets of a character. Yeah. And one of the big parts of Wolverine is his samurai side. So the Japanese side. The part they got to the cover. Yeah. And this is when they started really fucking with the... Uh, with the timeline, okay, what's yeah. called Cinefix came out with a cool video, like the timeline of Logan uh-huh. and how everything didn't make sense. So he's like, okay, so in X Men Origins, he's fighting in the Pacific Theater. He's at D Day, and then all of a sudden he's in Nagasaki. That didn't happen. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay, so the I, Wolverine, which I, you know, I don't really remember this movie very much. I, I kind of do. Um, he fights like a big silver robot ninja at the end, who's an mm-hmm, old man mm-hmm, inside. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a strange sentence. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, movies, what you gonna do? So the Wolverine, I, I believe most people judge this based upon X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, so which they is were fair. like, uh, and this yeah. was uh, let's see here, this was 2013, so this yes. is four years after mm. X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, so I believe like people were judging it on that standard. Like if this is an improvement from X Men Origins Wolverine, mm-hmm. we're gonna be happy. That's fair. At least yeah. we're seeing like forward movement well, as forward, opposed to that progression. Movement. Progression. Yes. Um, you know, there's a there's a, uh, a another cut of this movie, yes, an R-rated cut, yeah, which yeah, I hear yeah, yeah. is much better. I, I haven't I, seen it yet. I've seen it. I've seen it. The, they have like his yellow costume at the very end. It's mm. like a little teaser thing. Oh shit! Didn't yeah, um, but the Wolverine. I like this one. I didn't like it as much as First Class. It it was really cool, but it also like you know the weird fight of the giant robot and poison lady at the, at the end was very odd. Oh yeah, no, I vaguely remember. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like the poison lady. What the hell? Um, but I love that scene where he's just getting shot by like grappling hooks, and he just takes it. Like he takes like fucking eighty grappling hooks to the back. Remember that part? No. <laughs> no. I have to watch the movie again. I think. Dude, like they were like ninjas and they were throwing these grappling hooks at him, and they and they just kept coming. And he was just pulling them and pulling them. Eventually, he stopped because there were 80 people literally pulling him. At the okay, back. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Like, that was like Wolverine at his peak. Man, I want to watch Logan again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this game is frustrating. Okay, I'm going to say Wolverine got a respectable 73%. Hey, pretty close. 69. Hey, hey my brother. Yeah, and I'm watching the scene right now on YouTube of the deleted scene or ending alternate ending with the yellow suit because I do not remember this at all. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. awesome, right? Oh, and it got girl with a weird face. Yeah, pretty. The, the suit looks pretty awesome. Yeah, it, I saw photos of it. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I'm watching the scene though. Um, Ooh, um, I'm gonna pause this game for a sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I heard something really awesome. Like someone, I forgot where it came from, but somebody suggested like they were like, oh, in the in Logan, there was a scene where they could have featured the yellow suit in and Logan. It, Yes, and Where it would have, and it would have been amazing if they did it. And when I heard this, I was like, "Fuck!" If, like that needs to be a scene. Like, just film it now and post and like put, put it, it in the DVD. Right, right. No spoilers. Um, we'll talk about that later. No, no, no. Okay. no what? 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 What's okay. So spoilers <laughs> again. Gosh. No, it's not really spoilers. But there is a scene where um, Logan is carrying Professor X up the stairs mm-hmm. in a farmhouse, mm-hmm. right? Carrying up the stairs to, to to tuck him into bed because Professor X can't walk. And during this scene, X-23 looks at Logan and she smiles. Mm-hmm. And she looks at Logan and like, you know, oh, that's sweet. Remember that scene? Vaguely. Yeah. Like she watches Logan bring Professor X up the set. I was probably berating some yeah. children. Yes. How cool would it have been if like for a second, 
like she closes her eyes and when she opens it imagines again, it as it's the yellow suit Wolverine carrying Professor X up the stairs because that's what she sees Wolverine yeah, as because yeah. she read the, the comic, comic books. books yeah what she knows of Wolverine is not this swearing, cursing old dude that yells fuck you into her face, like, literally several times. That would be a weird <laughs> device, though. Like, we never really enter POV of, like... I know, but, like, that, if, if, if that dude... It would be cool to see him in costume, but... Yeah, yeah dude, like, because they've yellow never shown spandex, the yellow suit, ever. Yellow spandex. They've never shown, like, the iconic yellow suit. They only made this, the, the, the hair pointy things. Yeah. Man, anyway, let's continue. Which I feel like I feel like there's a way to track like the more ridiculous his hair was, the less <laughs> the less good the movie was, I think. I think. We'll 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 think about that as we go along. Anyway. Alright, moving right along. Uh so that was uh what did I say that was Wolverine, right? We just did the Wolverine. Yeah. Alright, and at the end of the Wolverine was a teaser scene for this next film. I remember when this came out, I lost my shit at the end trailer end credits trailer for X Men Days of Future Past, twenty fourteen. What was the what was the post scene? It was like Magneto and uh, Xavier coming to Logan at the end of the Oh no oh, wait the that's airport. Wait, that was for wait, that was for Apocalypse? Wait, I confused. No Wolverine Wolverine, he was at the airport and then like suddenly everyone stops. Yeah. Yeah. But was that for Days of Future? It would make sense because it came out yes, next. Yes, 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 yes. It was like, oh, there's trouble, Logan. Trouble is it coming. But then it didn't really connect with the movie, did it? I guess yeah, now that I think about it, there's no way that if I'm remembering the end credit secrets right. Anyway. Okay, what do you think this got? <laughs> also, by the way, if you guys are not nerdy and don't give a shit about X-Men, this sucks for you, I'm but sorry. we're having a great time. No, I believe people grew up in yeah, these you movies. Yeah, you have to have. Okay, so Days of Future Pants. Jennifer Lawrence. Yep. Um, <laughs> I re- Okay, you know you know about the road cut, right? Yes. That's what I watched last night for the first time. How many X-Men movies did you see? Past couple nights. Oh, fucking Past hell. couple nights. Okay. Um, I enjoyed this movie. The ending was a little like uh, the the, fo- the football stadium thing was unnecessary. I felt um, it was just it, it was just so unnecessary. Pretty powerful. Big. Pretty powerful. It was just so strange. Um, but you know the Quicksilver thing was a scene stealer. That was an, great. An, an unexpected scene stealer. Yeah. Nobody saw that shit coming. That was because everyone thought he was going to be stupid because they had the <laughs> magazine the cover. Looks so dumb. It was pretty dumb. <laughs> it was photoshopped on like CS two or yep, something like yeah. that. <laughs> it was really bad looking. <laughs> Um, uh, but in situ, totally fine. Yep. Um, who? Oh gosh. Again, James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, bringing it, fucking just killing it in this Absolutely movie. Absolutely, they did. Uh, I'm going to say, oh, well, first class got eighty six percent. Then Days of Future Pants <laughs> got eighty uh, two. It wasn't as good, but it was still pretty good. Not according to the Rotten Tomatoes because they gave it a ninety-one. Oh shit! Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll I think Days that. of Future Past is better than First Class. Yeah. It was. I loved it. It was. And I love an origin story. So. And it had everything. It had like a, a post-apocalyptic future, fucking seventies retro. It had you know Peter Trask. Dinklage. Yeah, Peter Dinklage's Trask. It was great. Yeah. I. I yeah, Jennifer yeah. Lawrence phoning it in. Um, <laughs> no, she phoned it in an apocalypse. Oh, which is right next. So that was 2014. 2016, the follow-up. We've been quite along this time. So Wolverine, arguably the main character in X-Men Days of Future Past, arguably. Uh, reduced to a cameo in Apocalypse. Yes. 2016. What do you Weapon think of this cameo. Yeah. Well, I t- oh, what happened in this movie again? Yeah, who was the main character in this movie? Yeah, who cares? Uh, the young X-Men. Apo- I don't know. Fucking oh, you know what? I'm starting to remember. Isaac, Isaac Ooze, I'm starting whatever. to remember Days of Future Pants a bit more. It's the one where like um, uh, uh, Shadowcat is 
um, just like on the thing. The yeah, she's time, just right. With some weird mat, some weird fucking like secondary mutation that we yeah, never yeah, really yeah. talked about. Oh, that she can send people's yeah, consciousnesses yeah. back in time. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I love Days of Future Kitty, like, So weird, weird that to hear someone refer to it as Shadow Cat because everyone just calls her Kitty Pride. Yeah. But yeah. Shadow Cat, man. That's Shadow Cat. That's a cool name. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Mm. Oscar Isaac as Isaac Ooze or whatever the fuck his name is. Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze. Um, okay. Well, what happened? Who is the main character again? Apocalypse, I guess. I don't really get Who is the really main stand. hero? Who was the guy? Mystique, that... I think it was Mystique was the main hero, I guess, basically. Was it Mystique? I don't know. This is a piece of shit movie. Not to give too much away. Was James McAvoy in this? Yeah, James McAvoy. Wait, I yeah. Mm, yes. <laughs> this movie was so fucking forgettable. <laughs> oh yeah, this is the one where he becomes bald. Yes. Um, I'll tell you, man, when I they... would say I would say the entire story of the this the entire purpose of this movie was to show us how he became bald. Basically. Pretty much. I'll tell you, man, when X-Men bring it, they bring it. When they don't bring it, they really don't bring it. Man. Okay. Uh so Oh, goodness, goodness gracious me. So, uh, this movie, the best part of it was arguably Michael Fassbender. He tried so hard. Don't really remember what to he solo did. Carry. No, he had this whole emotional story with his with Oh, his with family, his daughter. That was pretty cool. And his family died. I would have just watched that movie. No, basically, every time that he wasn't with the superheroes and Michael Fassbender was just doing his like own dramatic thing, it was fucking amazing. But the moment Magneto joined the fray and unquestionably followed Apocalypse, that was yep. when things got bad. And, and then Quicksilver again, they like, oh, everyone loved that fucking Quicksilver scene. Let's do it twice as long. And yeah, oh, God, God, it was bad. It was just pandering. I didn't enjoy oh, it very much. Oh, fucking Olivia Munn was in this movie. I forgot about that. Psy- dude, Psylocke? Yeah. <sighs> Psylocke. What a waste. What a waste. Psylocke was such a waste. Jubilee was such a waste. Everything. Also, okay, my favorite memory for this movie. I'm like, man, Apocalypse is really into styling his followers. He's dressing the. I laughed. <laughs> I Half the movie is like, like they're at fucking Nordstrom, and she's like, oh, I think you should try this top on. Wait, hold on, let me put some holes in it. Okay, you're great. Let's ready to be my horseman. Oh, and That's my a, new character. And Apocalypse is a stylist. I remember there was like a line in like. Remember when the kids were at the mall and they watched Empire Strikes Back? The third one is always a bad one. Yeah, yeah. You guys are fucking meta commenting yeah. on your own shit, and you are saying, correct. Like. I know a, pe- a lot of people saw that as like an X3 comment that it probably was. But when I saw that, I was like, oh, wait, does he know he's making a shit movie right now? <laughs> like, is that a reference to what he's doing right now? I think it was a win-win because either we win, it's either the, it sucks and they're like, they're the right or they're wrong. And then it's like, haha, they rose above it. But no, they did not. It was a piece of shit. When I saw that scene, I sat up because I was like, wait, are they self-aware? Like, is, are we? They added this later. Did they edit it? And they're like, like hey, we should talk yeah. about how shitty we are. Like, I was, are we in meta territory? Because if we are, I think I might like this. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> like we're that not. Scene. No, we're not. All right. No, we're not. <laughs> um, man. Psylocke in this movie. Holy shit. Rewatch. Hot. Okay. When hot. You, hot. But when you rewatch this movie, note how Psylocke exits the, the movie, the story as a whole. Just Doesn't she kind of just like slip away? Yes. Vaguely slip away for some reason. There's literally a shot of her just walking off frame and we don't see her again. Thanks. <laughs> like no one addresses her. No one goes like, hey, where's Psylocke? <laughs> <laughs> she literally just, just a shot of Olivia Munn walking off frame. Like through ruins, like kind of like tiptoeing. Yeah. She walks off frame and we never hear from her again. We never see what happens. We don't even see how the fuck she affected the plot. Uh, okay, I will give this movie... Uh, people couldn't have liked this, right? No, I remember people liked this movie for some reason. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Um, oh, no. Okay. For the record, I would have given this a 10%. Even though... even though Your personal score was 10%. Even uh, though 
Admittedly, I had a great time watching it because I was just baffled. Did we watch this together? I think we, we watched, watched this together. together and like, I, what the fuck are we watching the I whole lost. time? I was <laughs> laughing out loud because uh, I was literally laughing out loud because I was like, this. I feel like I watched this almost back to back with Fan Four Stick. And I'm just like, what's yeah. going no, on? But, no, but see, Fan Four Stick was depressingly bad. Yes. This one was bafflingly, <laughs> bafflingly bad. I believe I used those exact same words when, bad. when we reviewed it. Um, Nathan Hardona from Good Time Pilot says, bafflingly bad. Unfortunately. I think some people like this, so I'm just going to go right down the middle and say 50%. Hey, it got a 48%. Wow, that is... That's crazy, right? That is 600 points too high. <laughs> Dude, it got a 7.1 MDIP. 7? Uh, yeah, but who gives about MDIP? No, yeah, but I, I remember seeing a lot of comments of people enjoying this movie, saying, like, oh, they it's so much fun, and it was great. And I was wrong. like, guys, what were you watching? What was happening? You're all wrong. I, I questioned my reality so much when I heard that people had fun. And I can't even have this on in the background. It's so bad. That's true of any of these shitty movies that we talked about. Goodness. And last, and least, and finally, because this is going on forever, yeah. but the final Wolverine appearance, Logan, Ooh. what do you think it got in, what do you think it currently has in Rotten Tomatoes? I think I kind of know this. That's okay. 95%? 92%. Damn it, it dropped! Yeah, I guess so. Some bitch. 92 seems about right. Yeah. Seems about right. Yeah, no. It definitely no, no. deserves to be in the 90s, which is yes. the highest of the whole series. Yes. By one point. Yes. Versus Days of Future Past. All right, folks, that was game time. How did you... Did you play along? Did you fall asleep? Are you still with us? I had fun. <laughs> we had fun. I love X-Men. Uh, Do you, okay, but... Oh, man... Logan, I gotta rewatch that shit. Yeah, let's go to now. I don't know, but we're at an hour Ooh, and a. Wait, um, maybe we can call Inch and go watch it. Okay, yeah, let's just do that. Let's go. Okay, fuck you guys. Bye. Let's end the episode. Let's go watch Logan. Okay, I have news to talk about, but we'll talk about it some other time. Game time. Game time. Alrighty, so that was game time. <laughs> All right, Nathan, we are nearing the one and a half hour mark right now. Yes. I do have some news to talk about. I feel like we want to do a speed run through it and no Donald Trump stuff. Uh, oh, it's going to be tough. No, there is zero Donald Trump stuff. I have it. Okay. One, two, three, four. World news, interviews, voluntary puppy shoes, television, movie sports, racist rants, tiny horse, so many things in the world we're in. Did you hear about that thing? All right. So can I just say before I get into this that I, not intentionally, but is this just, because we haven't been on recently, there's just so much fucking Donald Trump stuff that I'm just like, you know, at least for this week, no Donald Trump stuff. Maybe next week, if anything crazy happens... But I mean, guys, it's it. I believe that it's your duty as a person, especially if you're one of our listeners from America, to be up to date with what's happening with Donald Trump because it's crazy. And not only that, it's a historic time. You can tell your grandparents that or you, we can tell your grandkids that you grant you know what grandma and grandpa were doing when fucking crazy ass Trump was in office. So touch with the, the, the Russian stuff, the Jeff Sessions stuff. Anyway, but anyway, I have some more fun news to talk about. Nathan, have you ever been in a restaurant and dined and dashed? Hmm. No. No, not never. never on like an accident or no. like you know this bill for my coffee is taking forever. I'm just no. gonna leave. If, it, if it's ever happened, I've never followed through. I would always realize and go like, oh, blah, 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 yeah, blah. you're a good person. Uh, in Barcelona, Barcelona, if you're, Barcelona. You know, if you're pronouncing right, um, 120 Romanian diners dined and dashed together. Wait, okay, well. <laughs> At least there was solidarity. Yeah, well, they they booked it as a, a thing, and they they skimped out on a two thousand euro bill, like as a restaurant. 
Mm-hmm. Wait, they were dining. They booked out the whole restaurant. Oh, so, like, they all okay, knew each okay. other, right? Okay, I thought like separate people, like they, as a collective, suddenly decided to like, hey, fuck this. No, they just <laughs> left, man. Four thousand, uh, two thousand euros on their bill. Uh, they paid a deposit of of nine hundred euros. Mm. This happened in Bembire, which is in northeastern Spain. Blah blah blah. And they I fled. And they fled as waiters were about to serve dessert. The the owner of the restaurant, one uh, Antonio Rodriguez, which is the most Spanish name I've ever heard, uh, it happened in the space of a minute. It was something that they had planned, and they left in a stampede. There is also some. Why was the stampede necessary? It, it, it felt like a stampede. <laughs> what saying. But uh, he describes it as stampede. A Romanian newspaper, which I've seen translated, described it as a conga line. <laughs> That was the original headline that I saw on Reddit. It was like, more than 100 Romanians diners flee Spanish restaurant without paying by dancing the conga on their way out. I don't think it was literally a conga. I think they were just like, go, go, go. And they were like kind of pushing each other by the way. So it looked like a conga. <laughs> but that is crazy. All right, we're doing speed round on these news. Dine and dash. As, well, I mean, dick move, but also I want to see video of that. Yeah, I would love to see it somewhere. Uh, Nathan, uh, not today, but yesterday, at least in America, as of our recording, it is a... Uh, uh, what should we call it? National, National Women's Day. National International Women's, Day? International International Women's, Women's Day. Day. Yeah, and you know, so you know, shout out to all our women listeners out there. Shout you are out. amazing. Uh, one thing that people were doing as a way of bringing attention to this issue is a day without women. Have you heard about this? No. Basically, um, women, you know, hopefully not in a mean spirited way, like would tell their bosses, <laughs> "Look, I'm not coming in today." Like, oh. did you hear about last year? They did the day without immigrants. immigrants. Same idea. So, day yeah. without women. So, like schools and everything, they would just took a day off to maybe go protest or whatever. Yeah. Get those <laughs> vagina hats on and do the thing. Oh, um, a radio station in Alabama, in solidarity, uh-huh. let their their female disc jockeys take the day off. Plus, they only played songs by men. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, also, you could have played songs only by women. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. It definitely is a sign of solidarity. They, they it's kind of with the theme. interesting. They went very literal of the theme of they women, did. no women, as opposed to like going as with the theme as a conceptual thing. Yeah, this is from Ken Johnson, the guy who ran uh, the operations for the station. He said, "This was an easy decision for us. Women are our core listeners, and these women contribute a great deal to our sound. Honoring women by highlighting to the community how important there is there they are is a no brainer." And he said, "Plus." Hearing more Marvin Gaye, Teddy Pendergrass, and Luther Vandross is not a bad thing. Turn off the lights and light a candle. Teddy Pendergrass. I have no idea who Teddy Pendergrass oh, is. Like, I'm like, Marvin Gaye, Luther Vandross, excellent. <laughs> Teddy Pendergrass. Well, You're going to have fun, man. Teddy Pendergrass is like very white but sexy. Yeah. See, and if I was listening to fucking Hot 107.7 Alabama, I would know more about Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah. And how women are awesome. Yes. Uh, Although, you know, Day of Out Women remarkably much harder than Day of Out Immigrants. (laughs) (laughs) They're both pretty fucking hard. I mean, yeah, they're both pretty difficult. Uh, Okay, and last but not least in our little speed round of news, and this is something I've just found out today. Nathan, um, uh, the the legal legal smoking age in Singapore is to be raised to 21. 21? Uh, I mean, like... Why? What what was the impetus behind this? I don't know. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, proposed changes to the law will be tabled by parliament within a year and the change will be phased in over a few years over the next year. Use above 18 Huawei smokers, blah, 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 Wait, blah, blah. How blah. do you phase it? How do you phase a rule like that? Like, I, yeah, I don't know. Bukitima and Holland. <laughs> yeah, it goes from to, east to west. 
people, people like, hey, hey, watch the border. People in Bunle, y'all can still old. smoke. Y'all can still smoke. The government wants to cut, if not eliminate, opportunities for the young to be tempted to take up smoking before they turn 21. Um, and I want to talk about this because I want to talk about, like, legal ages in general. Yeah. It's kind of... I mean, okay, so let's run down the big list. Uh, yeah. I don't know what it is in Singapore, but yeah. okay, when's NS? NS is 18. 18, right? When smoking is not, you know, currently 18. 18, currently 18. And going to be ironically, 21. no, smoking is 18, but now 21. Yeah. And then drinking... Is 18. 18. Yes. Age of consent for sex? 18? Is it 16? I don't know. I don't know. But I, I think in general, it's like, it's kind of hard. It's going to be more wait, and more wait. difficult to... I believe... I, th- maybe, I think consent is 16 in Singapore. Let me Can look, you look it up. that up. But, um, hey, yeah. this just goes to show that me and Nathan aren't fucking... <laughs> <laughs> or if we are we're doing it very irresponsibly it's a very it's a very low bar that we that we are above but sure i'll take it 16 the age of consent in singapore is 16 good hang we're not pedophiles. Oh, this is interesting <laughs> one of our biggest selling points yeah we put it right there Mo- the the the, uh, the the biggest comedy podcast in Singapore, also not hosted by two non pedophiles. <laughs> Woo! Can you say that Again, Roman Catholic Church? Little victories, John. Little, little victories. victories. Um, the age of consent in Singapore is sixteen, and this is how it's worded. I don't know if this is the legal wording. It looks like it is because this is taken off Wikipedia. The age of consent in Singapore is sixteen for all opposite sex activity and male and female sex same sex sexual activity. Mm. Wait, what the fuck does that mean? For all opposite sex activity and just, male just, and female, just all all sex. I yeah, but I thought cl- same I sex sexual activity is banned, isn't it? Uh, no. Wait. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> sodomy, right? Is banned. I'm not entirely sure, man. I don't know. Well, it goes to show. Hey, Good hang. Not, not gay. gay. <laughs> <laughs> Although ignorance of okay, never mind. Yeah, but let's just say that we support <laughs> of those two things we mentioned that we are not. We support one, less so the other. <laughs> You can decide which is which, oh my. whether it's um, child pornography or gay. But it agenda. is kind of oh strange. It is kind of strange because the thing is, most people tend to take up smoking in the army, and that's mm. when you turn eighteen. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are talking about here. Is yeah. that like it's going to affect NS men yeah. the most? It's going to upset them a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking stressful. I would imagine it's going so. to upset them a lot because the mm. thing about NS. Okay, so I went to a pretty watered down version of of, of um, BMT because mm-hmm. I was in the pest. I was yeah, in yeah, the yeah. non-combat fit unit. Yeah, but we still we still you're the one like you're the unit that would attack the enemy with exactly. thong. But we still got the regiment. No, I. St- I still got the regimentation of the basic military training. Mm-hmm. It's just that we didn't do like... You shoot um, guns? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we still had the experience of the regimentation and everything. Mm-hmm. And dude, smoke breaks were like... God it sense, it was like imagine. the light at the end of the tunnel. Like yeah. People needed that shit. Yeah, I can imagine. And if like, and the ultimate punishment was to take away somebody's smoke break. Oh wow! Yeah, when you took when you took away someone's smoke break, like you can just see them crumble. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's so funny. That's a thing. I don't know. I wonder if that's a thing in all armies worldwide. But like, it's like I, I, in World War Two. That's when people started smoking too. You would see it in the movies. Mm. Like, oh, I don't smoke, but now I'm in the foxhole, man. <laughs> Fucking Nazis are everywhere, man. <laughs> Give me my lucky strikes. But I think, uh, yeah. I, I believe like that's when most people start because mm. I remember like back when the sergeant would threaten like oh if you don't do this I'm gonna take away your smoke break and everyone <gasps> would just, like, they would just start book running. it they would run and be like oh shit no not my precious smoke break so it's I, I believe this is gonna piss off a lot of army people um because uh, I'm, I'm 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 assuming sergeants are no longer gonna let like eighteen year old smoke anymore because it's against the law yeah oh my that's interesting isn't it but yeah I've always found it. Interesting that the age of consent for driving, smoking, drinking, 
was were all the should same. Be, should they should be all the same? They're not. I, yeah, they're not. They are all the same in Singapore. And voting, you think yes, voting would be? That, that's twenty one. Yeah. Um, but they're all the same in Singapore, which I I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, because like, I mean, America's all over the place, right? It's like army. I mean, actually, it's not all over the place. It's yeah. like drinking is twenty one, then everyone else, everything else is like sixteen. Driving is sixteen. Yes. Smoking, I think, is eighteen. Yes. Age of consent, sixteen, stages. depending on the states. Stages, yeah. yeah. It's all in stages. You can fight. You can vote for your president and die for your country. Then eventually you can drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. I don't, you know, whatever. But it doesn't matter to me. I'm well past the age of all these things, so it's all good. Well, I mean, you shouldn't smoke in the first place. It's bad That's for right. you and it makes your lungs all yucky. That's true. Also, apparently, if you apparently if you smoke cigarettes, um, your baby will be born with a hook in his cheek. Yeah. I've read. I've seen the the photos. Yeah. That photo pisses me off because yeah. every other one is of a of, a, of like a medical condition or like an autopsy where they took out someone's lung and you're like, look, this is what smoking does to you. But the no, one with the baby with being hooked in the it, cheek. Is it being hooked? Is it, are they showing something? I don't yes. understand. No, no. It's a, it's a photo of a baby getting hooked on the cheek. And then the metaphor is that, you know, if you smoke, your, your kids will get hooked too. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, I that's, that's really the metaphor. That. But the thing is, the photo is like, cigarettes aren't doing that to the baby it's just some fucking dude putting a hook in in a baby's cheek so it makes no sense but anyway you get the metaphor if you smoke your babies will be born of hooks yeah um that was the news that was the news i mean i will leave it at that i i want to say again guys and i maybe we'll cover it more but there is so much trump thing going on there and then there's now republicare they're replacing for obamacare and that's a whole shit show and it's, it's it's crazy um here's one thing i will say and i hope you guys join me on this is that uh, comedians and entertainers are doing so many good things to keep us entertained and involved because we live in interesting times. So give John Oliver a watch. Give Seth Meyers a closer look a watch. Trevor Noah. Samantha B. You know, they're all very good stuff. Um, Colbert. And maybe my favorite one is Conan's visit to Mexico. His yes. Mexico episode was so good. Yes. And it's not even overly political. It, it, it was oh. political in like a subtle way in that it was just like, look how we are all the same. Yeah. And it was a great episode, very funny, and I recommend it. And I recommend you listen to this episode. I don't know how to segue out of this. But thank you so much for listening. What? I don't know. We'll be back next week. What are you trying to say? I don't know. I, I, rec- I recommend Conan and I recommend Good Hang Podcast is what I'm saying. What? I'm segueing out of the episode, Nathan. Shut up. How, why would you say that at the end? I know. I know. I, I, I agree that it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I recommend you stay awesome, listeners. And thank you so much. We'll be back next week. The assumption uh, is that they're still listening, John. Shut up. <laughs> uh, we'll be back with an episode with Cheryl Tan. Hopefully, if all things go to plan, I think that should yeah like 90 percent. and um yes an episode where we read a lot of your shit and i'm looking forward to it in the meantime don't forget to please follow us if you don't already on instagram on twitter um tell all your friends to subscribe or resubscribe to our podcast thank you to our people who support us on patreon and if you're not yet a supporter you can follow us at patreon.com slash good hang i'm starting to question your concept of object permanence after that last statement what does object permanence mean again? <laughs> like um, the the basic concept that you understand that objects continue to exist once Even they not, leave your sight. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like 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 Pete Holmes is Batman. Yeah. Scary the, face. Hard <laughs> Harvey face. <laughs> anyway, thanks for the hang. Thanks for the hang. Biggest comedy podcast in Singapore. Also hosted by two not pedophiles. Woo!